And we are live. All right, Xander. Welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me, man. <laughs> so, um, Mike, Evie, and Eli swore to me that they were going to make it. Yeah? Yeah, and they, they, I don't know where they were, <laughs> but I was talking to all three of you guys. I was like, hey, you guys want to come and record? And uh, you were at um, Ravenous Pig. I was. And at first I was like, wait, you're ordering drinks at home? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, wait. And then, um, then Mike and Eli, Mike said he was going to come in and train. He's like, yeah, I'm going to come train. I'll be a hungover, but I'm going to come in and train. He's like, I'm out with Eli. And then he texted me later. After he texted me, you're the man, multiple times. Yep, that's, he told me that's he a Mike move. He told me he had a grappling match in yeah. June. He wanted to practice leg locks. And... He said, hey, man, is it okay if Eli joins? I was like, absolutely. <laughs> so, I don't know. Those guys. Hey, maybe yeah. I'm the idiot with the hangover here. But, yeah. I, you, you were messaging me, and I was two beers and two whiskeys deep, and it was only 9 o'clock. And I was like, I, I'm going to try to come, but you never know. Was there any occasion, or were you just going out with the boys or something? No, I was actually out with my wife. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she throws she, down, bro. No, she does. She doesn't keep up. It's usually like a two for one. She goes one, I get two. Like, but it, it just, I really like that place. And we'd never been to the beer garden section of it. If anyone wants to try it out, I definitely recommend it. Yeah. But um, yeah, they have a nice little outdoor area with like these big TVs and um, like little bar food. And uh, we were just waiting for our table, and the the line was pretty long, so we just decided to double up. So hence that. And then the reason the whiskey came along is because once we got to our table, they have these bacon-infused old fashions. Bacon-infused. Bacon-infused old fashioned. I, I, I better get like a sponsorship from them with me hyping them up on this podcast, but they're so good. It's like they infuse the, the bourbon with bacon, and then they put a nice piece of bacon on top that you get to eat. So it sucks me in every time, man. So it's good. Do you like whiskey? I do. I actually got into whiskey when I was uh, lived in Colorado. Yeah. Because there are a lot of um, a lot of distilleries there. Yeah. And it was uh, definitely different. Like, and actually, like now I'll get like Jack and Coke. I used to get like rum and Coke. Now I'll get Jack and Coke. That's you know? my go-to, Jack and Coke. Yeah. So that's like a good solid thing. But uh, those, um, when you get the stuff like from distilleries and stuff or like this where it's almost just like just to sip it on its own is like super delicious and i yeah. can't imagine like the thought of mixing bacon with that it's like it sounds odd and i'm i mean i like my bacon, inside but fat fat boy is like like yeah yes go after this just go drive there for lunch the food's good and just order one and then let me know how it is all right but having pig we'll get orlando food critic to check it out he 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 strongly recommends the place too i've talked to him oh about really it. it's oh, one of okay. his favorite places unless he's just lying to me but no it wasn't supposed to be a heavy drinking night we were just gonna go to dinner and just one thing led to another um it's kind of like the the stone cold promo when it's like <laughs> what one beer what two beers what tequila what whiskey what i just like and then i told you i went to fiddler's after right across the street that place always sucks me in too so it's like guinness what car bomb what and i just i was like oh i'm definitely bailing on jujitsu tomorrow and luckily i woke up and felt all right um i had to be out anyways so it all worked out man that's awesome and I'm, i made it so how uh how long you've been training now 
Um, the end of this month will be two years exactly. All right. Yeah, man. And you have how many stripes on your blue belt? Two. Two. Oh, he's, yeah. right. he's on. He's on pace. I on a rapid clip here. Look at this guy. I, I and I don't. I've only ever been to this gym, so I don't really know what the standard is. I thought it would take longer, but I also I just I don't know. I I before the wedding, I was coming in two classes six days a week, and I think just the hours, you know, got mm -hmm. me a good result from it. But I'm definitely thankful, you know. Yeah, and you and you also, if I recall, got to blue very quickly. Yeah, and he he admitted that he he told me that. Yeah, and I, once again, very thankful. I wasn't expecting to be there, but I, I have my own theory on why it happened. But, but I, you I don't, don't know. <laughs> you're, but I, you're like, I don't want to say it because I don't want to. Like, I don't want. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I just uh, I don't want to say it because I'm I'm humble, but. Well, I, I I clock choked this guy once, and he was an upper belt. And Paul saw it. Not, Paul <laughs> I mean, it was more like the the people that were getting their blue belt, and you know that's where the whole blue belt quit kind of deal mm -hmm. really came the, to my attention because I think they promoted. That's when we had the the mix with fusion. Oh yeah, it was. I don't know how many people in here. That was the longest the, promotion yes. ever. Oh, and I brought my, my now wife came, and she's like, I'm never going to one of these again. And I'm like, I don't blame you. It was yeah. like four and a half hours. I know. And I was like. Dude, she, we were getting uncomfortable just sitting on the yeah. mat. Yeah. I was like, I kept like moving. I know. It's like you, you're sitting up, like, and you lead back. Yeah. Like, Can I just lie down? Everyone like, started like in the proper, like legs crossed, like all attention. And then by the end, everyone's just like <laughs> laying down basically. But no, and um. It was a great promotion, but also I think I don't know twelve or thirteen blue belts. I think there's two or three of us left. I don't know. Like I know people move, but a lot of them, I'm sure, and, and COVID played a big factor in this. You know that I don't know other people's personal lives, but I, I think it's me, Jay, and I don't even I can't really think of anyone else that got theirs that day and is still here. Yeah, that was a big blue belt class. Huge. Compared to others, at least, yeah. like in, in relation to the ones I've seen, which I've only seen, I don't know, four. Yeah, it's usually promotions. like it's like three to six, maybe eight, and there were twelve. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's like, what's that guy? Like Javier, I think was one of them. Yep, he Emmanuel. He was, yeah, um, Javier was the one to help me with my my test. Uh, we we paired up, and then oh, Jason, Jason Cosentino. So Jason was supposed to be my partner and we were practicing for it. And that's when he shot for, um, yeah, and he, he, a double and, and something happened with his groin. Yeah. He like tore it or something. I feel really bad, but he got his blue belt then too, but that's him aside. That's injury related. I don't know if he ever recovered yeah. from that. I haven't seen him in a year. So, but yeah, that's that, that's when I was like, Oh, blue belts do quit. And I, I think I've told you before though, I, I have a, like a theory on I, I understand why people quit at that point just because it, it's it gets way harder like at least for myself my own experience like people started like they're like oh we can really like like go to town on Xander now if we want to like like people would like obliterate me and I'd walk out the door with my head down and I'm just like, man, like this did not happen when I was a three stripe white belt. Yeah. But, um, it, it's all for the best though. I mean, it's kind of like a, almost like an initiation. Once you get your blue belt, it's fair game to like 
And yeah, then, I mean, I also think, I mean, I, I've experienced that to different to different degrees at different times. And, and Paul's always said, like, you know, it might be hard for you to see now, but it's like, that's when you're actually getting better because people are going to ha- have to up their game to go with you. Whereas before, mm-hmm. they're flowing more. Now I got to put on this, this motherfucker. If I don't, yeah. you know, he's going to put on me. So I think there's, there's I'm sure... There is a little bit of, I'm sure there's some people that were like, oh, he's a blue belt now. Let's go hard at him. But I think a lot of it is also just like, this guy's getting good very fast. And we have to keep, like now, like, I'm never going to try and let you just take top. You know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. not just going to like, play guard. like, if you want to go back to guard, I'm like, yes, I'm going to make this guy sweep me. I'm not going to like, let right. him be on top because it's like, it's, it's too much work now. It's not just like, oh, whenever I want, I can throw them on. No, it's not like yeah. that. So I think it's a combination of both. Um, I, I, think, um, I think people that, like white belts that, that grapple, like as four stripes, because when I was coming up, the rule was if you have four stripes, you're allowed to take the advanced class. Right. And in any other case, you have to ask for you know, the permission. So when I had four stripes, I was taking the advanced class. So I think I had a little more gradual... Like, it wasn't like a sudden, like, I went from fundamentals to advanced. Like, mm-hmm. I eased into it. So, I, I didn't feel such a, like, such a, like, everyone going hard at me when I got my blue belt. But there have been plenty of moments where I'm just like, damn, I'm the nail big yeah, time right now. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm just like, this I is like, not fun. <laughs> like, I, I, I completely agree. And maybe that is true. Maybe I should look at it in a sense that it's because my ascent was a faster pace than most and then I got like I was like oh well now that I have my boob blow I am going to go to the advanced class and I'm like alright maybe I wasn't quite ready right away but obviously just put in the work and you know now, I mean, it doesn't now I'm comfortable help. When Paul like announces like this is no. the fastest blue belt I'm awarding, no, now it's like ooh yeah. Really? <laughs> At first it was like oh that's sweet, and then I realized there's a huge red target on my back now. <laughs> like, oh like, really? Yeah, and like even when um the black belts were like throwing me like like of course, and then there was ten of them that day, and now a normal oh, promotion yeah. has like three, and I'm like oh man, I'm gonna get thrown by all these guys, and every single one was like hmm nine months. Doom, like <laughs> giving the hardest throw, and I was just like, God, that, that's that's when the target started. But no, nah, it's I mean, it's it's all about getting better and just coming in. I my original goal was to just come in here and lose weight. I didn't really have a, uh, oh, I'm I have a goal to get this belt, or I have a goal to compete, or I have a goal to do that. Like it was mainly I need to cancel my LA fitness membership mm-hmm. and do something else before I become 300 pounds. Yeah. Like, and you know, the, the rest is coming with it as I go, but I really, the, the more I've been here, the more my goal has changed to actually getting better at jujitsu, yeah. which is a, I feel like that's a good thing. It's the, I think it's the natural progression. I don't think people that have never done jujitsu, like I've never grappled before. I didn't wrestle. Um, I don't think the person coming in the door wants to get their black belt every time. Like there, there may be some person that wants to do that. Or if they do, they don't understand what it takes to get it. That's true. They're just like, Oh, it'd be cool to be a black belt. But then they they need to understand like, no, this is the progression. Right. It's not like, yeah, in a year and a half, here's your black belt. Yeah. It's it's also just very humbling when 
I roll with Victor and he just wraps around me like a slinky and I can't hold him down. No matter how much pressure I feel like I'm putting on him, um, that, that was the, like, obviously the, the size and strength helps at times, but if, if someone has good technique, it's always going to win anyway. So, um, so, um, I've always felt that a big reason for any success I've had here is linked to the fact that I was big into athletics before. Mm-hmm. This was not my first athletic endeavor. So I feel like, um, for lack of a better term, like I'm more experienced at being a student and I'm probably better than average at being coachable. So what I'm wondering is, with your football background, do you kind of sense, do you think that played a role in, let's say, you getting your blue belt so fast and you picking things up so well? Like, did you feel that, or, or do you think it was just coincidence? Um, I, I definitely feel like it helped because the football background helped me be coachable, mm-hmm. and I, I've, I've seen, like, if Paul or whoever's teaching class that day has a, an instruction that they're doing, not that I, I'm more worried about, like, myself learning it but some people will watch him do something three times and they'll go to practice it and they don't like remember what they were looking at and mm. i don't know if that's just their attention uh but i i think my ability to be coachable and just to pay attention to what they're trying to say even if i don't think i'm going to use it i think that's what kind of like like made the made the ascent a little bit quicker but yeah the coincidence part i feel is just that the timing of when that blue belt class, like when that blue belt promotion was and where I was at from when I started was like, if I started a little bit later, like maybe even a month later, I don't think I would have got my blue belt. That, I agree. I yeah, agree. I think it was just perfect it was like, timing. It was like, he's kind of on the line yeah. and I, do I want to make him wait this many more months? Right. You know, and I, I, I don't think, I, I didn't step in the door like two years ago at the end of April thinking, Oh, I know that ATT Orlando does their belt promotions in December. Oh, yeah. If I start now, <laughs> I might get my blue belt. Like I, I had no idea. I thought it. I thought it took years to get one, but um, I also saw the people that I was rolling with, like my peers, like the people. Which unfortunately, a lot of them aren't here anymore. Yeah. And I kind of gravitate towards you guys that have been here longer, mm-hmm. um, in the advanced classes, because the people that I. I grew up with isn't the right term because it hasn't been that long. Yes. The people that I would look in the door and started when I started are either not here or they went to another school or whatever they did. But, um, I I think that also like I, I I was used to playing with the big guys from the, from the beginning. Mm -hmm. So it, I think that like also helped, but no, I, it's a mix of coincidence and yes, the football background helped. But I, I never grappled, so that's like like Joey has wrestled his whole life. Mm-hmm. So I feel like from a grappling standpoint, I had I had no help. But from a coachable and teachable and attention to detail, when someone as an instructor is telling you what you should be doing, that part helped. Well, and also like the thing you might be also taking for granted is like you have an athletic base. You know what like an athletic posture is and those things translate across everything so knowing where your hips are making sure you have a good center of gravity and and 
you know, knowing what a good squat is. All mm-hmm. those things play a role because a lot of people that don't have any athletic background, like when we're showing like a guard pass, the first thing is you have to be in a good squat position. You know what I mean? And, right. And just for people, A, to learn it and B, to be conditioned enough to hold it because you take a brand new person, they're not going to be able to hold a squat position for extended periods of time. They're going to get fatigued and stuff. Yeah, so I think even just that um, definitely contributed to some degree um at what point did you feel like as a white belt it was starting to click and i know that's a tough question because sometimes you can say like it's still not clicking i get that (laughs) it's still not clicking for me but at a point where you felt like there was some moment like you saw like i remember vividly like i there was a point where i was just getting crushed crushed, and then i felt like i'd gotten better like Mm -hmm. when did you start to feel that like there was there's progress I don't know if there's a timeline I could put on it, but I feel that if I would come into class on an unsuccessful day where I felt like I wasn't necessarily getting better, it was because I was... What's up, Paul? <laughs> yeah, I know. We got... <laughs> no, you can have that one. I was telling... He had the Bud Light. Yeah, so he, he came I in with a... T- no, he came in with a test before we started. He'd say, what would you like, the Bud Light or the Mango White Claw? And I'm like, oh, you're definitely trying to get me kicked out of this gym right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um so where were we <laughs> no in terms of like was there a moment where you felt like i'm right. getting better um I, I think it was just like you you alluded to it before sometimes you would come into class and you're the nail every yeah. single time and then sometimes if you roll five times you're only the nail four times yeah and then three times and it came to a point to me where a i wasn't panicking if i was in a bad spot or I would actually welcome starting, like, like for instance, like starting on my back or starting in a bad position and trying to work out and being comfortable in those uncomfortable positions. Um, but I mean, really, towards when I was gonna get my blue belt, let's say November-ish, I could look around the room in a in a white belt class, and not not in a douchebag like way, but I would look around the room and be like, I. I feel confident that I could succeed, whether it's in like, not that I know the point system, but if we rolled and you had to say one person won and one person lost, I'd like, I was confident I could win most of my Mm -hmm. encounters. And that was, once again, in the white belt class, so that's not saying much, but it at least was, I had a confidence level that like, like it started to just click, like you said, but I wasn't, I wasn't the nail every single class. Yeah. So... Do you remember your first submission when, when you got it? Yes. I'm not asking you to do who, but what was it? It was like, a bow and arrow. It was a bow and, and arrow. It, it, yeah, and that, and, that, and that comes with the whole, like, and I learned that bow and arrow in the class that we did that day. That mm-hmm. was the first time I ever did a bow and arrow, and I succeeded. So it's, it doesn't, if you, if, you, if you listen to whether it's you in the white belt class or it, whether it's Paul in an advanced class or if Mark's teaching, like if you just listen, like, uh, like in, it's harder in the advanced classes to hit the move that we just did. But in the white belt class, if like there's a white belt that's like, if they just pay attention to that one move and try to work on that one move for the whole week, you'll hit someone with it mm-hmm. in that class. But um, yeah, it was a bow and arrow. Not going to say who it was, but it was a bow and arrow. And it was and what did an it amazing feel like? feeling. And it, oh, it was... It, We've talked about it before because it, it, you get the, <laughs> and it's like, oh yes, like, I mean, it's like, what are we really doing here? Like, if we're not seeking, like, I never want to injure someone or like, 
like ever put anyone into yeah a, a really uncomfortable position but also like what are we what are we doing here for not trying to submit someone like i don't i don't mind when mike taps me 12 times in one day like it just happens but like i knew i was i was trying so hard not to say his name and i think i went like 15 minutes but um well he should have been here so he can i know his ass out all the time well yeah it's easy to talk about him when he's not here but this is recorded so i'll, I'll keep it at that but um no it's it was an instant gratification that oh wow i was the nail and getting smashed every single class and then all of a sudden that one hit and then it's like all right well can i get one submission every single class like across your three or four roles you get okay can i submit half the people i roll with can I sum, like because I I just wanted to submit people when I was a white belt like going with white belts I was my goal was to just get a submission before the timer went um, but now it's more obviously I'm, I'm more working on a technique or a, like whatever working on that day I'm not seeking out submissions as I used to but as a white belt yeah like part of me wanted to go out and try to submit people it's like we're we're not in ballet like mm-hmm. i don't i don't mean to be douchey about it but i that's just how i felt i remember man it was um i remember getting submitted early on and then i and then you know i don't know i mean and, and i was going with other guys that had no stripes so, i mean we were both you know all all neophytes and mm-hmm. and i remember going with a guy and I, I was I was not intimidated, but I was like, this guy looks like he trains. He's anybody. I mean, he's a no stripe white belt, but I was like, maybe he just hadn't trained the gi or something. And I ended up submitting him, with just a rear naked. And when you get that tap, and you just, it's like it was a shock. It was yeah. like, wait, wait, I got I got a release. Yeah. And you're like, he just submitted to me. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? And I don't know. There's something primal about. Pri- like, that's that's the word I was gonna say. I think it's primal, <laughs> like. Uh, us male like, hierarchy yeah, gorilla we is like yeah. <laughs> 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 like we were just like jumping up and down like cavemen but no yeah it's like i didn't say anything but inside that was all going on all yeah. those emotions yeah were going on. absolutely and like I, in a football background like if you tackled someone really hard you felt really good about yourself yeah. or if you blocked someone and pancaked them onto the ground you felt really good about yourself like i don't I think you said you played tennis, so mm-hmm. there's not the same. There's no the, contact, that physical contact, right? Yeah. But it's it's like I know I'm six foot and white, but if I could dunk, it would feel awesome. Like yeah. this is, I think, when you're a white belt, submitting someone, you're dunking on them. Yeah. Like you're like you're like again, like everything that they wanted to do to survive failed, and like obviously we're not it's not mortal combat finish him but it's like if we were if we were fighting for our your if you were fighting for your life and you had someone in a bow and arrow they would have went to sleep and yeah. you would have been able to walk away and survive i mm-hmm. guess yeah it's um it it's definitely interesting and then i i mean for me the psychology's changed too so it's it's less about the taps and it's more about like you said like executing stuff that you're working on whether yeah. it's a sweep or guard retention so what are some of the things that you're focusing on right now i i try to depending on who, there's only a few exceptions but for the most part if i'm starting around i want to start on my back okay. or at least 
have them in my guard. Mm-hmm. Um, not that obviously my passing is still blue belt level passing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, but when I'm on top, if I do pass, I'm very confident in that part. But if I'm on my back, my guard retention is what I'm trying, whether it's retention and getting them worn down in order to sweep them to mm-hmm. then get on top. Or just if I can hold someone in my guard and while they're trying to work passes, I'm defending them. And even if they get to half guard, if I can put back, put them back into my full guard mm-hmm. or just get into an open guard, that's, that's like a goal of mine to work on. But I also, I don't know if I go into every match and like sit there and look at the guy in the eyes and say in my head, like, this is my plan for this role. Like mm-hmm. it's more of a, I need to be better on my back and I need to like stop just jumping onto people and working from top all like the most of the time because that's, I think my, my guard gets passed more than I would like, Mm -hmm. I guess. Is there a guard that you're favoring right now? I mean, we, we did a lot of the spider guard stuff and I try, but I feel obviously that's the longest I've ever worked on it. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm just not confident in it with certain body types. Like if it is a guy my size or bigger, I just I don't I don't feel that it works for me. Um, but I I don't really have an exact goal of like, hey, I need to work on my spider guard or my clothes guard or mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not not as intricate as you are when it comes to the the thought process of I need to come in here and like perfects this one specific guard it's more of just i don't want my guard passed so if if they're going to pass my guard and it makes sense in my head to go to a z guard and then go for my underhook i'll do that Mm -hmm. if they try to stand up and i can try to sweep them while i'm like they're standing like a rocket sweep or something i'll go for that but it's i i don't it's either i don't try to think of it ahead of time or i just forget to think of it ahead of time but it's it's more of an overall i want to start on my back see if i can get them in my guard and sweep them instead of having them pass and then i end up in a bad situation i mean the other thing is it's just as you get better and better you'll be able to have more success funneling people to whatever you want to practice whereas if you know just just by virtue of you being better you know as time goes on you're going to be better than more people so more of your roles, you're going to be able to say, hey, I want to practice this. Therefore, I can funnel to this. Where right. If you're going with black belts all the time, you're just going to be defending you know, right. and doing whatever you can. So as you get better, it's like I think that's the fun part of jiu-jitsu is like it gets more and more fun because you get a little more control over like I want to get reps of this scenario and I have a pretty good shot of getting to this scenario because I've gotten better now. You know, whereas like as a white belt, Get out of side control because that's all I'm going to be in. Get yep. out of side control. Get out of side control. Yeah. Um, so what's um, what are some of your uh, – like what, what's a good role for you? What, when do you have fun with a role? And when are you like, yeah, that wasn't necessarily like the most productive role? So let, let's be on the positive side. Like what are the, what are the fun roles for you when you're going fun, out? To me, a fun role is when – there's a back and forth. I don't, mm-hmm. I, I don't like it when 
I just get controlled the whole time or if I control someone the whole time because I mean sometimes you just have an off day or an off round where mm -hmm. nothing works for you for some reason but if if let's say I roll with someone that's another blue belt and like I start on my back and I sweep them I go to an attack submission they escape we end up back in guard and then I pass their guard but then they sweep me like there's a reverse like mm -hmm. I like when there's like a like a like the the what's the word i'm looking dynamic. for dynamic the what is dynamic yeah but like kind of like like the the flow of it goes the momentum like the momentum goes back and forth They're like momentum swings momentum swing like i i like if like i start out and i feel like i'm quote unquote losing the role mm -hmm. and then i sweep get on top and then I'm in a dominant position at that point. And then even if they get me out and we're in a neutral position or they get back onto a dominant position, I like when it's like high paced, like we don't really stop to, I mean, obviously breathe, but like there, it's just continuous going back and forth. And, uh, what's up, Victor? Victor's here. <laughs> well, he was talking about the way he likes roles and he likes, he likes active roles with ebb and flows. And I was like, that's kind of like what Victor likes. Victor likes dynamical. V Victor yeah, likes I, scrambly roles. I like, I like scrambling. I like, like if I'm in a bad position and I force a scramble, even if I don't get out of the scramble, but I get out of that position and now I'm in a safer position, mm -hmm. I guess. I, I don't like if even people that are like, they, and they deserve to be, if they're like a purple or a brown belt and they just hold me down in side control and I escape and then they just get back into side control and hold me down again. And like, it, it's just, it's like same old. I'm like, I know you can do this. Like good, good for you. But like, <laughs> like, come on. Like what? Like, just, like, like no, nope, but it's like, I mean, I, and I know I do the same. I pass to the left. Like, and I usually try to, if someone does Z guard, I crush their knee down and I pass to the left and then I go into side control and I try to mount and I, or I try to force you to turtle. Like, I know I do the same things too, but there, sometimes I just get into a roll and I'm like, all right, it's a six minute roll. And I've been in under side control for four minutes and maybe that's just because I'm bad at jujitsu, but I'm like, it's, it's better when it's like, I'm in a bad position, then you're in a bad position. Then like we go back and forth or like there's two, like I get a submission and then we go again and you submit me and it's Someone like, no, nah, it's not going to happen. No, nah, Victor. Troy? Is it Troy? <laughs> See, now you're starting things. <laughs> this is this is where I didn't want it to go. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, get your son out of here. Hey, your son just came in. Did he pee on the door? Who did that? Victor's dog just. <laughs> this is hilarious. Um, so when did uh, when did you develop your fascination with uh? The clock choke and all things lapel choke. When do you think that started happening? Um, I don't remember when it was. Because we call that the Xander now. Like you, you <sighs> like the clock choke is now the Xander. I you, think that you've I think that name. So many people with that. No, but yeah, that's the name didn't come from me succeeding in it. A f like a few times, it came because of the 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 things that happened that I don't like talking about happening. oh putting people to sleep yeah which <laughs> that and that that was one thing that really opened my eyes and 
from a white belt that, as I mentioned before, my goal, I would come in here and obviously I was just trying to burn calories and lose weight, but my goal was just get, how many submissions can I get today? Yeah. Those, when that stuff started happening, I felt very, very bad and I would go home and be like, I don't feel good about what I did today. Wow. And I just like, I, I now, and that's like my, sh- my, my thought has evolved to a sense where I'm not trying to just get a submission like a thousand, like, it, it, like every single time I roll, I'm not trying to just submit someone as many times as I can. And I thought that's what jujitsu was at first. Um, but yeah, that, that was like, that was I, I don't want it to happen again is what I'm trying to get at. Wow, and it was, a. And he said like, it didn't tap, but the the clock choke. Where, your original question, where I became like, I guess fascinated with it was it was it was just one of the classes where Paul it, it kind of resonated with me. He said like a lot of people don't use clock chokes, and he said myself I didn't start using clock chokes until I was a purple belt. Yeah, and I don't remember what day this was, what class it was, but I was like. I don't use them ever. So let me try one. And I tried it and it worked. And yeah. I was like, Hmm, I look around, no one really tries them. So I just kept working on it. And it's, a, it's like people like to turtle up on me because I, I, I guess I'm usually, I'm usually bigger than the person I'm rolling with. So they don't want me to mount them and they mm-hmm. just turtle up. And instead of me, like just trying to like our drills, like going around in circles, trying to break their turtle, if I can get your lapel, you can stay in turtle if you want, mm-hmm. but I'll submit you. Yeah. I, it kind of just, that, that's one of the clicks for me. It, I don't know. I don't remember when it happened, but I, it's, yeah, it's that and the bow and arrow, the ones that I go for the most. And they're, they're almost hand in hand because if now that people for some reason assume that I'm going to clock choke them, I will just roll into a bow and arrow because it's the same lapel. I'm yeah. holding the same like if it's with my left hand across to their right lapel, yeah, and they're holding on tight, and I can't clock choke them, I I roll over and go into a bow and arrow, and I don't have to let go of that lapel. So that's they they just they intertwine for me pretty well. Yeah, you've gotten really good at grabbing the lapel. Like that's just something where you just like I'll go with you, and I'm like, dude, he got that lapel fast, you know. So it's uh, I have to be more on my game protecting, but I also like I'll give you like. Like you've gotten close to me, like you've gotten it, and I know that the motherfucker wants to get me, I and, I, and I'll turn, I'll turn right into you. I'm like, here's side control. I am not, <laughs> I am, not, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna yeah. unravel the lapel, and I'm gonna take my, I'm gonna take my chance in side control. But that's control. also like, that's a, it's a defense. It, oh yeah, it's a, it's a defense. Unfortunately, you have to give up a position that some people would rather be in turtle than side control, but we've rolled together so many times that you know that if you turn that way and I have it, yeah, I'm going for it. Yeah. Like, I'm just, I, 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 if, if you, like, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not going to take your back. If I have a lapel, I'm going for it. Mm-hmm. And if I miss, I miss. Like I, I fall off people's backs all the time or like, I think it's under their chin and it's over their, I think it's under their chin and it's over their jawline and oh. I have to like, let it go. Cause I'm not going to just well, put it good. Well, yeah, I, I like to pr- think that I'm a nice person. I know that that's not always <laughs> perceived that way, but oh, come on now, that's mine, buddy. So when, um, how did you develop that body awareness, both of you, of like yourself and also like your partner? Like you just said something that I don't think, I don't even think all blue belts here would necessarily say, which is like 
I'm not going to keep wrenching on it if it's across the jaw. Like, how did you develop that? Because that I sensitivity because I did before or I've seen people do it and I look at them like, wow, that person is a dick. And I go, oh, crap, I'm the dick. OK. And, and that was I don't know when it was, but I've definitely done it before. And then or I've had it done to me. And then I look up at the person like, you, do you know what you just did to me? And they don't. And I'm like, OK, now I know how it feels. It's kind of like treat others how you want to be treated. Like yeah. that's a very basic elementary concept. But when you when you when you have the feeling of a lapel across your jaw and it's twisting your neck and we're not competing. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to do it like. Interesting. I, I I don't necessarily think, I mean, Chris will definitely would say that. He's like, I don't think everybody has that realization just by looking around. Like, you experiencing it and then connecting it with, hey, I might be guilty of doing this too sometimes. Yeah. I, let me, let me not a, be the guy doing it. Is not necessarily something that everyone... Yeah, it was just another self-realization. It was a, I didn't know what I was doing was... And I don't even know if it's frowned upon. I don't, I don't, I don't know the all the ethics i just i know what i feel and i don't want it if you have a lapel across my jaw and you're continuing to turn it and i tap congrats you got the tap but it's not because it was just because i didn't want my lapel in my mouth anymore or like across my food tomorrow yeah (laughs) it's like which i there's plenty of time like there's plenty of times i'll roll with someone and it's like i should just tap to this because the next three days my neck's kinked or like yeah like i have like like my arm hurts because like I fought through an arm bar and it was fully extended, but I'm just Mike Seavey. Yeah, I'm just cocky and I'm like, I'm just like, oh, I got to fight out of this. And even if I get out, then it's like, all right, well, I'm walking around. Not an injury, but it's just like, all right, that's going to hurt for a few days. Yeah. But if I tapped, it would have been fine. But always tap. <laughs> <laughs> except with that one guy that you don't like <laughs> <sighs> well i mean he forces it anyway but <laughs> um do you uh do you have any aspirations to compete now or are you still happy just to compete on the training mass um i mean as of right now no i i'm i'm content with just my i mean my main goal still even though my goals i feel have changed the more i come mm-hmm. it's still to be healthier and to get exercise and to lose weight because I am one that my weight will fluctuate so often that if I'm not doing five classes a week and running or doing whatever I blow up and part of that's just because I like to eat Mm -hmm. and drink as you've heard (laughs) but uh, uh I mean that that's still my main goal like but now the more that I do it the more I've seen that the the it could open up to competing eventually. I, I what are you walking around? Because I feel like you're you're pretty lean right now for, compared to how you've been in the past. So I, when I first got here, I was two forty five. Okay, which is about ten pounds away from the heaviest I've ever been, maybe ten fifteen away. And um, my my goal the last nine to twelve months was just I knew I was getting married, and. I don't know if you know how much a wedding photographer costs, but I kept, it's a joke, but it's not. I was like, they're not catching me with a fucking double chin yeah. in my wedding pictures. You got to look good in the, so in the I, suit, bro. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I was like, like I'm, I'm not, it's not happening. Like I know I can do it. And, um, 
nothing against anyone that does feel comfortable that way, but I wasn't comfortable with how I looked. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to make a change. And that's why I was coming here six days a week, yeah. double classes usually. to Orlando, try us out for free. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in, in, insert promo there. But, run the but, promo reel now. Yeah, run, run the Facebook video now. <laughs> like living proof. Yes, it can be done. But no, I, I the um, wedding was first week of February, the week before when I, and the only reason I stopped training one was, um, I didn't want to get like a bruise on my face and and that's another thing that would have sucked. And then also, um, like with COVID, like I, I didn't want to be the guy who got COVID at his his wedding. Yeah. That would have been a mess. So I I stopped like two weeks before, but I I got down to like 204, 203. Now I'm back up to like probably 215 to, I want to be in the, the two to two ten range mm-hmm. at all times, but also after the honeymoon and stuff, I kind of let go a little bit, just enjoyed myself. But yeah, I just I could probably lose another five or ten and be feeling better. But back to the competing question, I I don't I don't like I know the posters go up and that like s- plenty of people in here compete. I don't I don't have a fire to compete. You'd be surprised. A lot of people are like, yeah. And then maybe only one or two people sign yeah. up. Yeah, like, I, 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 I ever like posted. Yeah, a lot of people are competing, and I check signups for the Naga coming up. I only saw two names. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's like, and that's yeah. not to say these other people might not sign up, but you know, I'm also naturally a pessimistic person, and I, I think that I'm not ready to compete. In I don't a think sense. anyone feels like they're ready to compete. And that's another thing. Yeah. So it's like it and like and, that's I'm reticent. Like, and I'm my like, understanding, it's like it goes by belt. So like if I ever like let's say in a few years get my purple or something mm-hmm. then it's like well then i'm at the lowest point again yeah, on the not, not so it's like not gonna wait yeah, until so that's it, okay man just wait until black belt just kill it in black yeah <laughs> yeah go for a world title of black belt right? not gonna <laughs> not gonna say but that. then you'll be like but these guys have been black belts for 10 years yes. and i need to train another 10 years it's just and then they've trained 20 years and you trade 10 and you're yeah, like yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm always looking up like, that person's better than me i'm never looking back and being like or like looking in your intro classes when you're having people fill out the cards, I'm like, man, I some I, I sometimes just look and I'm like, I remember doing that, but it feels like ten years ago. I've only been here two years. Yeah, it's like it, it's it's you got some. I guess you got to look back and just be like, wow, I I have gotten better, and I'm glad I got better. But since we come here every single day, and we're getting better, we're all getting better like together. So like, it's hard to I, see I, progress. I, I probably could have like submitted you if i was where i am now and you were a year back yeah but we're both getting better like gradually at the same time so it's it's hard to gauge that what um do like chris asks this question a lot to people i it doesn't cross my mind as much but i do i do understand it's kind of an important question to ask it's like how do you stay motivated to train because you're one of the more active guys at the gym in terms of how often you come actually tristan's been super active recently yeah. you know he's and he does the 6 a.m sometimes so i'm like yeah God, dang this guy bless him but yeah <laughs> he's not gonna catch me in here on that class man <laughs> but um how do you stay motivated training how do you you know how do you find the time and the motivation the energy to to train as as often as you do me personally it goes back right back to the weight question yeah if i didn't come here and or if let's say i left here and found something else to do physically it would have to be at the same pace and tempo and like time commitment just to maintain not even to like 
oh, I'm going to get my beach bod ready. Like I'm, mm-hmm. for some reason, my body for, for what I have experienced wants to walk around at 2.30, 2.40. Mm-hmm. It's very easy for me to get there. So that's more of an internal motivation for me. Um, but I mean, at, out of the last couple of months, I think this last month or two has probably been the least I've come here. Mm-hmm. So this is the horrible timing for your question, Noah, because oh. I haven't like, Got if you're going back, like, like last year at once the gym opened back up, I was in here two times a week and I, I and that wasn't all jujitsu. I started doing the Muay Thai around that time. Um, but as a, as a whole, I was in this room two hours a day, five to six days a week until February. And then now I've been oh, doing not, it. Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mind fucking out because I even actually told Victor the other day, I was like, I went Xander and I was like, he felt a little slower than usual. Like, yeah. it, it, I was like yeah. usually Xander's dancing around a little more and yeah. he started to slow up. I was like, yeah. wait a minute, I'll yeah. take this. <laughs> no, I, I, I would, yeah, I absolutely, I, I hit, I guess, a peak that I felt. I was like, wow, I feel really good where I'm at, but then, Oh, you were knocking everybody down. You're just loading up clock choke, clock choke, clock choke. Because, and it was a weight thing. It's all the weight affects your cardio and the weight affects how fast I can move around. And Mm -hmm. I was moving around really fast. I think like for my skill level, like a a low level blue belt, I was, I felt confident where I was at, Mm -hmm. but then like now, like I've only been coming, I've been coming a little less Mm -hmm. and I weigh a little more. And I haven't been working out as much. I, I haven't ran recently. So that affected the cardio and that leads to me being slower. So, so what, what uh, ideally like outside of jujitsu, what are the other things you, I remember, I didn't realize you continued to run even while training jujitsu because I remember during early in COVID when you weren't training, you, I saw you running a lot. Yeah. Um, when you do train jujitsu, is there any other cross training or conditioning you're doing outside of the mats? Mm. Cause you also do Muay Thai, which we haven't mentioned. Right. You also do Muay Thai and stuff, but outside of the gym here, like do you lift weights? Do you still run anything like that? Um, I haven't ran recently, but that's also aligned with, I went back to work and, um, I would usually run on my lunch break at home so mm-hmm. I could shower. Now I can't do that. So, oh, so you're back in an office. Yeah. Uh, and and it's, it's going to be like more of a, I think a hybrid schedule. So like I am going to come back home eventually and then go back. Like, mm-hmm. but I am in an office job. So now that I'm back in the office, I don't have the luxury of going for runs on my lunch break anymore. And then if I'm going to leave, I have to leave earlier now to go to work and then I work all day and then I come, I get home, let my dog out. And then I'm immediately here because mm-hmm. like that's the, t- between ending at five and the six o'clock class, I don't have a lot of time in between. And then once I get home, I eat dinner and it's the day is done. So like, it's like, I I don't really have as much time now that I'm back in the office. And if I run, it's on the weekends or something, but yeah, I was, and and that all was mostly because the wedding, I was running three miles a day, five days a week, in addition to the six days a week here. So it was like hyper, hyper mode for me. I, I was just, at a, at a pace that I probably can't sustain forever. Some mm-hmm. people can, I didn't want to, but I had a goal to mm-hmm. lose all that weight. And now I don't, when you're going back to the motivation factor, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I'm coming in here the minimum. Cause I feel like I still come in here more than others, but oh, absolutely, yeah, but it's, it, I know that I'm coming less, but it's also just life is sure. between work and I have other things I like to do. And you know, it's just, I don't, 
I hope I stay motivated, but that's also the, what, um, yeah, man. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I feel like the new stuff, like a lot of businesses are realizing like, why are we spending all this money running out office space when we can yeah. just like put computers in all our yes. employees' homes and stuff? Yes. So. The pa- I mean, just think like the electric, the water, the rent, or your if they have their, if they're financing the places mm-hmm. or the, the additional equipment, even buying coffee for your whole office. Mm-hmm. Like I think it kind of, I don't know, revolutionized the word, but also going back to the office made me realize there are pros that I can't get at home. And it's mm-hmm. more of the camaraderie, the mm-hmm. community type feel, which I, I'm luckily to have a job that I'm close with the people that I need to be close with in order mm-hmm. to do my job. So, um, it was good just having that feel back of the office, but, oh, it's, we're, the the days of the nine to five or eight to five going to the office every single day and needing to be in the office, those days are almost over. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like that that opened their eyes to see that they can have people work remote. And depending on what job you're in, like mine is every I don't meet clients in person. Everything I do is over the phone, which my job is boring in a sense that way. But yeah, it's all computer and all landline. looking at a screen. There's yes. a lot of looking at a yes. screen. Yes. I am I am I am just the the computer monkey that sits there and types from eight to five and then I go home, but Mm -hmm. I can do that at home and I liked doing it at home. But I think I, 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 and I talked to my boss about it. I like going back and forth, but yeah, the down, the pitfall of going back to the office is the running kind of stops, but I don't, and I've told you this before. I don't, I haven't weight trained I know I can't I can't believe this. You were yeah, like one of the most naturally strong guys. But it's also so like I, I know, know you lifted before, right? In high school, our we had a very our football team wasn't that great, but the best part about our football teams we're all strong because our weightlifting program was like like we won state titles and oh like, really yeah like we we had a very like strict workout regimen which I loved because we would we would have a book and keep in mind we're high schoolers so mm-hmm. like as a freshman you're handed a book and it, there's four days on it for every page and every single page it was breaking down broken down to similar to I, th- I think like you probably do this or Paul like you you take a percentage of what your max is and yeah. then yeah so I don't remember all the terminology and this was also dated because that was I don't know, 10 years ago. So we would take a percentage. We look at a chart on the wall, fill out the numbers we're supposed to do. And we do those exact numbers. And that like for a high school team to be doing that, we were way ahead of like the, the time, I guess, like, or at least like, instead of just like lift until you're tired, it was like, there was, there, there was actually a linear progression. And yes, we were forced is not a good word because the environment we all wanted to get better and stronger and Mm -hmm. we 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 saw when we would go play other teams how we would even if we weren't faster or bigger than them we could handle them because we were strong and it's the work that we put in the weight room but the problem with that is i got so sick of it because then i did it in college and you have a lot of time in college to go work out so Mm -hmm. i was doing strength training there and i'd strength train probably for like 10 years and that's why I came here because I was burnt out of it. I was so sick of it. Like squatting, I don't know if I'll ever put anything more than 225 on a squat bar again because mm. I reached the, what I would think is a lot in a, in a max. And I, right, now my back number. hurts. Say the number. I squatted 500 pounds my sophomore year of there high school. There you go. But sophomore year of high school. Sophomore year. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But then like now it's like my back, I throw my back out. 
often yeah. or like i like we were doing we did like the clean and jerk mm-hmm. and we would do like like it wasn't normal to clean and jerk over 315 pounds in our school like that wasn't like but like if you go to like a, a place around here and watch someone like they're not doing that type of weight they're not pushing themselves to that point but we did was um how much i mean the the programming sounds very ahead of its time it was what about the the technique to teach like how to do the lifts properly like were your strength and conditioning coach or coaches on top of that you yeah our, our football coaches had a very great um program where they would start out by um, putting it was almost like a little boot camp, I guess you could say. We would start by um, this motherfucker squatted 500 pounds as a sophomore. All right, this wasn't a this wasn't a flex. It was more of a that's where it came from. No, but I don't. It, it was like those days are long gone though. <laughs> not I'm, I'm not I'm not going into a squat rack anytime soon. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's they were good about showing you the technique and yes. the form and yes, we because we we trained we we did it for the football program, but then also the people who wanted to the weightlifting season was in the spring, so after football we would work on the craft more. But yeah, the people when you first start, you, they don't just it's not like signing up for weightlifting class in in a gym in high school and they say okay just go and do it like we were. We had to do the bar enough times and almost like your little card. Like mm-hmm. they would make sure that we had proper form before you added weight that could potentially okay. hurt yourself. So yeah, it was very structured. Like people wanted to get better and like the the people that were above you in skill level or age would be there to help you out. You would n- normally get paired up with someone who knows what they're doing so they can assist you while you're doing it. And it was just like a little brotherhood of a bunch of little powerlifters redneck gym rats in locks where um uh you said it was four days a week what what were you guys what were the primary lifts on those days like what was the what were the splits um the splits were whether you started on a leg day or a chest day it didn't matter but it was it alternated between let's say monday you did flat bench press Mm -hmm. and then you would do incline dumbbell bench press and those were your two main core chest exercises. And then you would supplement that with little things that were like, whether it was skull crushers, tricep pushdowns, it'd be a chest More auxiliary tricep. stuff. Yeah, ch- it'd be your, ch- your harder chest workout and then your tricep workout to supplement that. And then any type of conditioning you wanted to do, whether it's like some agility conditioning or pl- uh, plyometrics. Okay. Um, you would finish up with that sit-ups. Um, some type of core work and then your next day you would do um your squats Mm -hmm. and then you would do a something on the the floor bar so a clean and jerk or um just a standard hang clean Mm -hmm. something with your more of your back your traps and your legs Mm -hmm. and then you'd supplement that with like a bicep workout or a like calf workout like something that would it, it usually was just split between two days and then you would just do you do monday tuesday and then you just do it again thursday or wednesday thursday so um same load and volume or were you going lighter on the second two days like so if you did chest on on monday you did your squats and cleans and stuff on tuesday Mm -hmm. 
on Wednesday when you went back to chess, same same load and volume, or were you going less? You were going heavier on the weight, less volume, because you were progressing to get to your new max. I think it was every, let's say, the mesocycles are every like yeah. We we would it it was it was never we went hard on Monday, so we don't go hard on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. It was it was a progression from lighter more more reps, lighter weight, and the days that go on, not week to week, but like for the whole book, cycle, the yeah. cycle would be progressing towards a new max. Gotcha. And then on your last day, like the last page of that book, you would have a max day. Yeah. And you would you would max your bench and you'd max your squat. And if you went up 10, 15 pounds, great. You now have to write your new numbers in yeah. your next book. If you didn't go up, and it's then fine. the next cycle, you would start low again and work, but you wouldn't start as low as you did at the beginning of the last cycle. Yeah, correct. So if you, if you first started out in your bench press, your, your first, let's say your first reps was 10 reps of 135. Mm-hmm. But then after two months, you maxed out and you raised it. You would then go to 145 is now your warm up. Gotcha. Um, but the, the, the load was never, it it wasn't like, oh, we, we went really heavy on Monday on our chest. So we should go a little lighter on Wednesday. I don't, that, that might be something that was a little outdated. Maybe you're like, I I don't, I don't even do it anymore. So I don't really, Mm -hmm. I don't really know, but maybe we were going a little too much sometimes, but it, as long as we were doing it safely and we were young and. It wasn't I mean, like and also, I mean, it depends on where you start, right? Like I've always heard the analogy that I've heard of that sticks with me is like, it's like driving uphill in mud. It's like the more momentum you can get before you start hitting the mud and going uphill, the farther you're going to progress. So if you guys are starting like very close to your actual max at the beginning, you're going to be struggling right off the bat to develop. Whereas if you give yourself like some time to like solidify the technique, get better. So it's like, yeah, my max is technically a hundred pounds, but let's start at 60 pounds as mm-hmm. max and let those, those early gains just kind of come in more easily. Um, but that's, that's amazing that that time they had you with a program and doing percentage of max and, yeah. and, a, and not a strict linear progression, but overall it's a linear progression, but it's in a cycle where you progress then reset, progress, reset. Right. Each time you're getting higher, and you're you're start each time you get higher, and each time you're starting slightly higher, and then you just keep right. going from there. And I and I don't think it, it wasn't like we were ahead of our time in a sense of if you wanted to be educated by a professional on what to do, they already were doing this. But for a ninth grade oh, high schooler, yeah. like that, that's the part that really it just kickstarted all of us, and we all like. The, the strength training curriculum that we had to do got me to where I am today, where like your word was natural. I wouldn't say that, but it's, yeah, I don't, I don't have to go into a gym. I could still probably like, whether it's bench a lot or squat, like, it, like I would be okay doing that. I just have zero motivation to do that anymore. Yeah. So you wouldn't, yeah. So what, what happened is you, you developed a really good foundation and solidified that. And from an, a, an outsider, I'm just like, oh, this guy's got farm boy strength or something. When in reality, it's like, no, no, no. I was lucky enough to have yes. a, a pretty advanced program at a, at a critical age where I'm developing. And my body kind of adapted to that over five to ten years. Yes. You know, um, which, makes, which makes perfect sense. I think, I think a lot of times when people say like, oh, you're a natural. Chances are it's not that they're natural. 
they were exposed to this task yes. as a kid for an extended period of time and they just got good at it. Right. You know what I mean? It's not like you just you just saw them now and it's like it's rare that someone's this good at this age, but it's because they got they got exposed to it even younger. Right. And you know, so it's it's like um um yeah, I, I can see it's just like anything. It's like why is this guy so you know, why is this person great at jujitsu? Oh, well, they were they were training since they were four years old. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh yeah, they wrestled in high school. Yeah, I'm like God, like that. I that makes me wish I wrestled in high school, knowing that like my goals have transitioned. Like I no longer have, I don't I don't want to lift weights, but I do want to grapple better. Yeah. Like, so then if I took a different path instead of doing weightlifting in high school and I did wrestling, where would I be now? But I'd be would burned I be, out on wrestling potentially. And then I would never be here. Yeah. So you like, you could go back and look which turn you took for a lot of things. But yeah. that's that's where that's what led me to like this point. And if I like, sounds corny, but if my strength is a strength, it's not because I just grew up in Nebraska eating. I wasn't corn. born strong. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I there like you said, there's a foundation that was built that I take for granted because I thought it, I thought every high school yeah. kid did that. And then once I got to college, I was like, oh, you didn't learn how to work out in a gym and like because like it's it's intimidating walking into an la fitness if you've never worked out before and like you don't know what to do Mm -hmm. like we we were taught very early and it it definitely helped but also yeah i don't see myself going back to and also like I, i told you like i keep saying like the weight gain weight loss thing um I, I I wouldn't do any cardio, and then once the football stopped, where I wasn't outside sweating in a million degree Florida heat and running around all the time, and I was just weightlifting, then I was a big like Michelin man looking guy. Like, I, yeah, I was strong, but I also couldn't fit through doorways, or mm-hmm. like I couldn't I couldn't bend down because I never stretched, or like I, I I had to adapt, and that's where signing up here help me at that point so how did you find the gym and what was your process and and um like so what made you say i want to try a mixed martial arts gym and do jujitsu like did did you have that in your mind that you want to try jujitsu or no um even when i called in i i talked to someone that isn't here anymore but i called in i was just like hey um to go to go back first i like how i found out about this place in particular a i can probably throw a football from here and hit my house like i live right on dean so okay. it's just convenient that this is the closest gym oh, so nice. that's one okay. but that's not all of it part of it between, is like are you between colonial and university no the other side colonial and uh 408 oh I'm okay in so you're, there. you're going south okay right then. So yeah i'm right i'm right around the corner but also a couple people oh yeah have, i was driving and i was either you were in you were in behind me mm-hmm. and I was trying to stick my head out the window and look at you yeah. and flip you off or something. And then you immediately <laughs> got over to the right and you made it right. I was like, Oh damn it. Yeah. But that was Dean. Okay. So you yeah, live down there. Cool. Yeah. So I'm right there. That's a, that, that was one of the things I was like, Oh, I didn't even know. Like, cause this place is kind of hidden. I'd say mm-hmm. like, there's not like a huge sign out there, like a Walmart oh, yeah. sign. So, um, even on the sign, it says like, it says mixed martial arts. And then there's a karate sign or something. Yeah. And I almost walked in that door the first day I came here. Everyone, yeah. Everyone almost walks in the karate school. Yeah. Man. But, um, no, but I, I had some, like, a buddy at work um, used to train, not here, but he trained at UCF gym at on Tuscawilla, and he's been here before, heard good things, and then my buddy, I don't know if you ever met him, but the one that came with the green belt recently, um, what's his name? Scott. He came in. Oh, yeah, I know him. Yeah, so he, 
he used to train here in college and I mm-hmm. lived with him as a roommate and uh, we went to high school together. Um, did he also do the strength program with you? No, but he did the wrestling. So that's, so talking about paths, that's why he whoops my ass in here, but I train way more than he does, but he has a different foundation. He's yeah. naturally strong, but he, he does work out, but I went one route, he went the other. And now that we met back in a, like we, we now have a common goal of doing this, mm-hmm. like, he he kind of pushed me to come here because he he met Paul before and liked how, how they did things and um and then when he came back because he was living at my place because he's now a firefighter for the Kissimmee Fire Department mm-hmm. need to do some training so he came up from South Florida came here and trained with us for like a week or two and I was like oh like I have my blue belt now I know more things you're not just gonna kill me and yeah he didn't kill me but he still got the better of me and I was like man like that wrestling background really helps but your original question of how I came here or why I came here it was peers it was two two people one I work with and him who have either heard good things or been here before and then the one guy at work was like dude it's right around the corner of your house i'm like what do you mean i've never seen this place i drive up colonial every day for work never seen it but um no and then i i called in and i even when i i I don't know how it works now but i called in i was just like hey i want to i want to talk about joining like oh do you want to do muay thai or jujitsu i'm like like i i didn't even know like i didn't uh, unfortunately i didn't do enough research i i've like watched ufc before so i'm like oh like well i don't want to do that but i want to do something like that Mm -hmm. and they're like oh well you can try a trial class for both and then when i started i just i looked at both and i just picked jujitsu just i I thought it was more intricate i thought there was more like it it just fit my style more at the Mm -hmm. moment and yeah that's kind of how it started did you do an intro class yeah how was it, it, was with Paul, it was with Paul and Victor. Yeah. It was really good. I thought it was. I mean, what I, what I liked is he asked, um, it, it wasn't just like, all right, here's how you rear neck and choke someone. Here's how, this is an arm bar. Here's this. Okay, bye. It, he asked what my goals were and what I want to do. And I said, I don't want to be fat anymore. And he's like, all right, well, that's a lot of people join because yeah. of that. And I was looking around and like, I was like, wow, like there's like black belts on the wall. And there's like these people who like look very intimidating. I don't know if this is right for me. And then like, then he asked Who those questions. Who looked Like, what, I don't, what, 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 just what? in general, like, oh, okay. like, just like looking around, like, or if I like watched a role and I'm like, that looks intense and I know nothing oh, about this. Yeah, it's okay. more of the, I, I just wasn't comfortable with any of it. I didn't know what back mount was. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I, 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 I could rear naked choke was more of a, oh, I, I guess I know what that is. I never knew that's what it was called. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know any of the terminology or anything, so I was kind of starting from scratch. But my goal was just to lose weight, and I didn't want to lift weights anymore. And that's that's where it came from. It wasn't a oh, I've researched the best jujitsu gyms, or like oh, I I like I didn't I didn't even know how to tie my belt, or I didn't know what a <laughs> gi was. Like I didn't know any of that. I, I thought gis were for karate. Um, so you did your intro with Paul and Victor, and then when did you take your first class? And when did you decide to sign up? I mean, I, I took the, I took the, an intro. It, it wasn't like I came to your white belt class. Yeah, no, it was, they didn't have that back then. So I did the, I did the, the introductory period where it was just us, um, going over a few things and mostly talking. And then I did a kickboxing. It was a, it was a, I guess you, it was a bag and pad kind of tech 
it, it we used pads but i don't think it was called bag and pad at the time but okay. either way we i did one of those and that's why i decided okay i'd rather do this first jujitsu and um i took one class to like i guess back then it was you had two classes that you could do so i used one on kickboxing already so the next one was jujitsu and luckily victor was in that class so he helped me the whole time mm-hmm. um and I wasn't just shout out to Victor those. Padilla. Yeah. Another, Coach Victor. Another shout, shout out. out. Coach Victor. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I, I was lucky enough that he was in the same class and I didn't have to really like have to go with different partners mm-hmm. and like have to worry about any type of, oh, I don't know what I'm doing because Victor was there too yeah. on my first class. Show me the ropes, I guess. And um, I, no, I signed up immediately. I knew this is what I was looking for. I just kept putting it off and finally... Walked in the door. Oh, <laughs> nah, if anything, that was a that was a good. No, he, he gave you a big compliment. He's like, yeah, he, yeah, he said it was the first. Like he did the intro with Paul and you, and then he also said that that his first group class. He said, well, thankfully Victor was there, so he got to you know he worked with me, and I made sure I wasn't lost. No, in jujitsu, he said both saying. actually, but like the jujitsu <laughs> was the one that I was like, I don't, I didn't know what side control man or half guard, so I was like, I, I didn't want to like even with it. Even if it was other white belts, I still didn't want to be the <laughs> Victor's yeah. bowing with the oath. Now we're trying to just survive with him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so that's cool, man. So then, then you're just part of the flow, and you got your blue belt in what eight or nine months? Yeah, end of April to the middle of December. Yeah, so that's but eight ish. But yeah, that was. That was that was never a goal, but I'm glad it, with the progression I made, I was lucky enough to have that happen. When how how quickly did you feel like you got into jujitsu? Like I use the word I'm like addicted to it. Like I I'll, I'll just say it. Like I don't mind using that because the amount of training I do and what I how I think about it is like kind oh of it didn't it didn't take long. It was more that I just didn't want to be that guy who was just like like if he said okay we're gonna start in half guard, I was like. You don't derp. Be like, derp. Yeah, I was like, I don't even know what that means, man. So I just look around real quick. I'm like, oh, that's someone with one leg in between. Okay, let me get there. Um, or like, it's like, oh, we're gonna work on a a Kimura today. I'm like, I can't even spell Kimura, man. Like, so I look around again and be like, oh, that one. Okay, the shoulder one. Okay, <laughs> the shoulder. Yeah, no, I mean, it clicked pretty fast, but it was more so because it aligned with my personal goal that I wanted to be healthier, lose weight, and I. I, I liked it because I was, it, it I, not, not that I, I'm not gonna say because I, I was good at it because that's not humble, but it, it was just like, it, it fit my body style. And like, I liked the, the contact sports mm-hmm. and like, like we don't go out and play football anymore. Like we're, we're not 18. Like we can't really do that. And like, like the closest thing is maybe basketball, but even that is like, I'm, I'm white and not tall. So it's. Odds are I mean, against me the, there. The 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 uh, you're not invading someone's personal space in basketball as you are in, that, in yeah you know and, and the the there's just more physicality yeah there's know? the physicality of it I liked because I I I thought about doing boxing before I knew about this and I I still don't even know where a boxing gym is around here but I thought like ooh like punching people might be fun like. And that's just my pea brain thinking, oh, let me try boxing because you punch people. And I didn't know that the, like this this gym offered kickboxing mm-hmm. or like what that entailed or how it's 
Muay Thai is different than kickboxing. So like it kind of just unraveled. And every time I came in here, I was learning something new. And that's, that's probably another thing I didn't mention before the, the idea of going into a LA fitness that's what that's what made me lose my mind. I would go in and I knew all the equipment. I knew what I could do. I knew that if I was consistent, I would progressively get better. But I was at a point that I did not necessarily hit my ceiling, but I didn't need any more on top of my foundation unless I wanted to do something like compete in strength competitions or compete like not that I'm a I don't look like a bodybuilder, but if I, that was a goal of mine, I knew how I could get there if I really want to take it more seriously. But here I'd walk in every single day and learn something new every single day. And I still do like, I still like we're, we're working on the, like, I don't know what the exact technique is called, but like you hold both the double from lapel, the back, double yeah. lapel grip. Yeah. And I'm like, why have I never used this? Yeah. And that's this week, you yeah. know? So every single time I come in here, it's, there's always something new. And if there's not something new then I work on what I've, like like the craft of doing the things that i already know but i'm not going into an la fitness and just doing a bench press again like it's just it's more intricate it's more it works my mind and my body and it just all kind of intertwines in a way that i i prefer to do the contact sports but also same with football like you can only throw a football so many ways you can only tackle someone so many ways but here it's like you can get submitted hundreds of ways or you mm-hmm. can use hundreds of techniques or even in muay thai like i think i know oh you punch with your left hand you punch with your right hand and all of a sudden you go into a sparring and it's like wow there's so many more techniques you can use to get the advantage over your opponent that's that's the other part that i i really like i probably failed to mention it but the the your your mind's being stimulated by learning new techniques and that keeps me motivated because i always have something new to learn i'm not just stale i'm not just something to look forward to yes whereas when you're going to the gym what you're saying is i know this redundant yeah repetitive like and, and i get like there's people that want that foundation and i was lucky enough to have it early but i don't see any more benefit to me going in and squatting again or Mm -hmm. doing a leg press or even running like running is cool because like it kind of gets you outside like there but i also hate running because it's so boring i go out there i literally have to talk myself out of turning around i run when i when i was like into it more last year getting ready for the wedding i would run to a certain point and i knew i would just get like i would tell myself like don't fucking turn around until you get to that point and then when i ran back it ended up being three miles every time yeah i hated it the whole time dude try running on the beach i i had a, I had a, a moment in my life way earlier where i would where i'd run on the beach running on the beach sounds like a good thing to me it was probably one of the most mentally challenging things it is. because you would run down and you get to that point and you mm. turn around and you wouldn't see where you started and you would just be deflated. Yeah. It's like I would be much better off running through a neighborhood because I can't like I don't know where exactly I am. Right. Now, nowadays, I mean, I'm sure on my watch I could see like I'm but still you run all the way down the beach. You turn around and all you see is this whole thing. And you're like, <laughs> how am I going to make up yeah. all this space? And you're just like, I just want to stop and jump in the water right. and swim. You like, see I'm that just, mirage yeah, like, out there just, just like, like floating. You see, yeah, you see like you, you look and you. Is you that find, an ice cream cone yeah. out there? <laughs> <laughs> or I'm just looking and like there's a lifeguard stand. I'm like, that's not even the lifeguard stand I got to get to. Like, yeah. that's the fr- I'm like, oh, no. It's also just I don't know what like beach you're running on. Depending on like I tried um, 
doing that once and it, the sand was so soft that I like got no traction. So then it's oh, yeah. way harder to run or like you're running on a beach that's too sloped. Mm-hmm. So then you're running sideways almost like, yeah, I, that was a, I tried it once and I stopped, but yeah, I, that's the only thing that keeps me going when I'm running is I, whether it's a, I track it on my phone. And once I hit a certain point that I said I was going to do that day, I turn around mm-hmm. like, I, I try to run as far away from my house as possible because if I just ran in a circle, yeah. like let's say I ran around the block yeah. when I went to pass my house and I had to keep running, I would just look at my house and be like, fuck this. And I just like <laughs> go back inside. So I would run straight down Dean road, just the whole, the whole way until I hit my point for that day. And oh, I turn back damn. around because like at that point, what am I gonna do? Call my, like yeah. call my wife not, and tell not, her to pick not me not up. Committed. Now I yeah. Gotta, yeah. Am I going to call an Uber for the last out like mile back? Like, no, like you I got your Apple watch. You're like, let me order a lift. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> except <laughs> I got, except I'm a moving target. So the guy got to come. Yeah. Like, why are you so sway? He's like, shut up and drive, man. I'm pissed. But yeah, no, that's the, the, the mental challenge of, running or lifting weights is it's all tedious and if you if you have goals and you're very motivated to do it that's great i just got to a point where i wasn't yeah and in here like in addition to my goal of losing weight my other motivation is that i can come in here and learn something new that i can use just put it in the tool belt even if i don't want to use it it's still cool to work a technique that like okay if i see that or if someone does that to me, I know how I could use it as a defense and I'm not just foreign to it. Mm-hmm. I may not use it as my offense, but it, it's just, yeah, there's, there's a mental stimulation that I didn't expect when I first got here. What, uh, what was it like preparing to take your blue belt test? Cause you even said like, I mean, at the beginning, maybe at this point you're more comfortable. What you said at the beginning is like, what's half guard? Oh Yeah. That, that, what's yeah. a Kimura? It's like so now you get a list of 90 techniques yeah some of them are japanese yes like <laughs> yes and i i don't know how many people you've asked but i was intimidated i was and one and i like i'm very pessimistic and like that's what drives me is because i i fear, like, i don't want to suck i fear yeah i fear sucking or feel fear failing more than i like to succeed so in a way, like I call myself a realist, people call me a downer, but I just like, I would, I work, the reason I work hard at the things that I do want to like do is because I don't want to suck at them or fail rather than, oh, I want to succeed. And that's just my, how my mind works. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, for that blue belt test, I was like looking at it and I was looking at like some of our buddies that were like they're not here now, but they were taking the test with me and they're like, Oh, I'm not worried about it. And I, I didn't know what to expect. Cause I've never seen, like when I started, there was, I think Tristan and then that Clint guy, maybe there was one more, got their blue belt. Tiffany also got her. her that, that yeah. no, no, not with me, but right no, before I know. me Tiffany in that got some, those, okay. those three got it. So they got it. And I saw what Tristan was going through and I looked at the book. I'm like, I don't know any of this shit and of course i was only here for two months at that point sure so i knew but everyone's like looking like oh this is what i have to ultimately do so i knew like oh whenever my time is there i hope i'm just comfortable with all this and it's not like i'm studying for it it's Mm -hmm. just that like i already knew these things and it's more of a it's not even a test it's more like you should know this stuff so i'm just gonna make sure you know it Mm -hmm. but then once again i was grateful for doing it so soon but i wasn't expecting to have my blue belt test that december i thought all those dudes were gonna go through it 
and then I was gonna like sure I would I would have more experience to do it and luckily enough he he gave me the opportunity to do it and I looked at it I'm just like there's because I was only here for eight months so I didn't there was some things that we just never did in class even right. if I did come and I, I, I don't know the self-defense stuff he right does, well he? yeah that too but not even that just other things I can't think of something off the top of my head that's on there that I didn't know at the time but like I I don't know if it's like an annual curriculum it is. or so so it is I wasn't there for in a year. In theory, it should be you see everything twice though. Right. And in there were some theory. things so there were some things on there that I've never seen once. Yeah. Which once again, lucky lucky to be in the situation where I was able to do it, but I was whether it was you or Victor, I was like you know, I'm I'm not confident in this cuz I've never even done it. I don't know how to, I don't know what this I don't, Uchi, whatever. Like, yeah. I don't know what this word is. I've never seen it. So, but it also put a, like, to me, it put pressure on me. Once again, fear of failing. I didn't want to fail the test. I didn't know if people failed or passed the test because mm. all I saw was Tristan, which he, he's good. And then the Clint guy. And then, like you said, Tiffany. And they passed the test, but I didn't see them take the test. Yeah. So I was expecting it to be like, if you suck you're you're not getting it which i don't i don't know if that's ever happened but then i like looked it's at the happened, other but I, it's, it's rare which though. it should like i i mean i'm not a it's not my gym it's not like and i'm sure i don't know if who can hear but like i like it should be that way like to me like look as a person who took the test like you you should feel pressure because like in order to get your blue belt it should be like of reward for the hard work that you put in and the sure. technique that you learned. But like, that's why I was like, Oh, I'm not prepared for this at all. And I kind of like, just tried to like come in and like ask you guys as many questions as possible. And yeah, I was very nervous for it. But then when I started doing it and I looked at the other people doing it, I was like, no one took this as seriously as I did, at least in this class. Like, yeah, and yeah. I'm sure, like, I know, I know for sure, just knowing you, you probably took it mo the most serious out of anyone in this gym. Maybe like I, I was like, I gotta be so laser focused. Like I have to, like, I was telling like my fiance at the time, now wife, like I, I have to be there for three hours today. Like, I, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm going to miss dinner. She's like, why? She's like, I have my blue pellet test coming up. She's like, what the fuck is that? And I'm like, she's like, is it multiple choice? I'm like, no. I'm like, it's I have to, choice. I was like, no, it's, it's yeah. Like there's no, imagine that. Yeah. Years, like, it's a multiple yeah. I'm choice. like, oh, there's no Scantron. Like bring your number two pencil. No, you have to know this stuff. Like I, I, I assumed that, I had to know this stuff, and I, if I didn't know enough of it, I was just going to be stuck right back in the white belt class, and I would watch all my peers, I don't know, graduate's the right word, mm -hmm. or earn their get blue promoted. belt. Yeah, get promoted for their blue belt. So I, I took it very seriously, and then luckily, I there's some things in there that I saw back in, what, May that mm -hmm. I needed to refresh on, and then the sun, like, it wasn't a ton, but there were some things, like I said, I'd never seen before, so I... Yeah, and you don't remember off the top of your head some of the stuff you don't remember? Like like the self-defense stuff, we never had a class. Yeah. But maybe maybe one. It, we we did it where it was like the triangle, where if someone's punching you. And punch you, block yeah, series to a triangle. Punch block series to a yeah. triangle. Yeah, yeah. That, that's one we did in class. All the other ones I didn't do at that point. And that's, once again, that's just because of the time frame, not because like, or, or maybe I missed the class. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know how much I was doing it back then. But um, the... The half guard sweep, mm. never did it. 
Never. Okay. And luckily, like so I think you just got unlucky with that. Yes, one. I, th- I, I think it was. And then you saw next week everybody doing it. You're yes. like, motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, oh man. But no, and then, I mean, if I looked at the book, I would, I would know more of the things that I was working on the most because I've never seen them on the curriculum yet. But mm-hmm. that was just because once I was lucky enough to be in a position where I was, like, I was given the opportunity to take the test early, and. Like if I did see a whole annual curriculum, I would have seen all the techniques Mm -hmm. or at least most of them. So what was the, if I recall, you did it with three people, right? Or did you just do it with like, I remember there were times because there's so many people testing that Paul did trios. Yeah, we, we, I did it with three other people. So it was two pairs. Like, did you take, did you have one person that yeah. you worked, did it with or did you? So the cage was over on the other side of the gym mm-hmm. and Paul put, it was pretty sure his name was Javier, but it was mm-hmm. so long. And there was two Javier's, I think, that got their blue belts at that time um, because I was going to do it with Jason. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's another thing that made me nervous because I was in a routine with Jason and mm-hmm. then like a week before he got hurt mm-hmm. and he could no longer be my partner. And that's the person I was training or practicing yeah. with the, the whole time. So then we ended up doing it and then we were with, then it was Jay with another guy that I don't remember his name. Um, and we, we were all in the cage and yeah, Paul, Paul, we still went through every single thing like line by line he just jumped around but we still there was nothing that was missed mm-hmm. in the test but um but he tested you guys at the same time yes yeah which also like that it, made it longer a, it made it longer but it also in a way like if there was something that he showed like he said all right jay do a triangle and jay maybe missed a step or did or i would look at him and be like Ooh, I need to remember to do that part or like, yeah. or just like little mental notes. Like where I was watching him, I wasn't just like blindfolded why, sure. while he was doing that, but we all took it together. Go off to the side where the blindfold yeah. is. Put these Which, head, like, I mean, <laughs> go into the booth over there. Yeah. So you can't see or hear anything. <laughs> right. Or, or there was things and like in my head, like, like I, and, and there, once again, there's two of the guys aren't even here anymore, but I would see one of them do something. I'd be like, I don't think that's right. So I'm going to try to not do that part. Or I would mm. look at Paul and he'd be like, like shrug a little bit and then make a note. And I'm like, I don't think that's a good note. So I'm not going to do that. Uh, but, um, no, I mean, it, 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 I think it took like a little over an hour and then he brought us over and we did the series part. Mm-hmm. Um, and then talked about from then on, it was just like the lineage and like the, just wrapping all up. Like, mm-hmm. um, if you ever go to another gym, here's etiquette that you would need to use that we don't always traditionally mm-hmm. use here. So th- that was all good stuff to know. Um, but yeah, I, I, I took it very seriously and probably more seriously than I should have given hell no, man, now, take well, it seriously. But it's also like, I looked around the room and I was like, all right, now I look like the nerd because I sat here forever okay, like, working on this. Guess who's but, still around hey, and guess who's not like, hey. you know, there's a, there's a reason there. Like it, it, it's okay. Cheers. Um, w- do you recall anything like you missed or you flubbed on the test or you're like, Oh, I forgot that one step. I mean, I don't, I'm, or any brain farts. No, there were some people freeze up, man. Some people we know they like, Paul's like, I know you've done this cause I've seen you do it in right. class. And then they're like, yeah, <laughs> no, there was just one. I think I did everything correctly except, um, 
when when you have when you have someone on your back in order to like if they have the the if they're in the advantage position where they have their elbow down and you need to roll to the other side and take mm-hmm. a hook out i took both hooks out instead of taking the one and then exiting mm-hmm. and of course like my partner was going to let me do whatever i wanted he's sure. not just going to like hold in the yeah, hardest yeah, yeah, back yeah. mount yeah. and like not let me out so like i kind of kicked off both legs and kind of exited wrong but he still saw like okay your thought process was still the right way to roll out mm-hmm. into the other side and then while you're rolling take a hook out and mm-hmm. then get your elbow to the floor so he it wasn't I, I think that's the only thing i really missed though but and then um what outside of the promotion being really really long what was it like um to get the the blue belt like did you have any feelings at the at the time oh absolutely i mean i had like there, there was once again your peers like the people that you roll with every day mm-hmm. that if they oh wait, were, wait back up wait, wait wait a minute back up though how was the when did you do your gauntlet so we we didn't i know didn't there was do, we one didn't do that it day. we didn't do it with the fusion guys the fusions right. did it the day of promotion i did it like the wednesday or thursday before that okay what was that like i liked it i like i don't and I know no one really asked me what my opinion is because, like, who cares about my opinion? But if someone was to ask me something that I would look forward to, I think we should do that, like, more. Like, like I liked it. Mm-hmm. I liked getting pushed to the limit. I don't, I don't even remember what it was. it 15 minutes or 10 minutes of constant? It, like, sh- it should be 15 minutes. And it's, it's like, every minute a fresh person yeah. rotates in. But, but it still- depends on how many other people we have sometimes like i i did two and a half minute rounds yeah because of the number of upper belts right um no ours when it was like when it was the the three that you mentioned uh clint tristan and 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 tiffany right um because there are so many people and there are only three of them we did one minute rounds you know um yeah mine was one minute rounds there was a lot of people there Oh yeah, we got. I, I remember being pissed a little bit because I was I, like, "We're getting shark tanked." I was like, "I was like, I was like, we're shark tanking ourselves." Like there's so, twelve of them, and yeah, <laughs> like we're getting, you guys are getting tired. Like because, nobody's like resting. Like we're yeah. supposed to get a little rest to get. Yeah, you weren't. You were rotating off onto another white uh, yeah, belt, I know. but you weren't. Yeah, you weren't like, "Oh, I did my minute. Let me go to the wall." Like, like I but, give me at least a minute on, minute off, and then some people were just sitting out. Yeah, and I'd be like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, <laughs> but I. I thought I thought I, I had a blast, honestly. Mm-hmm. And that in that point I was thinking like, wow, I'm gonna get my ass kicked, like this and that. But it was more just like the mental fortitude to like just push on. Like mm-hmm. cause like obviously like a seven minute round or an eight minute round here that we do every once in a while is long, mm-hmm. but your opponent is getting tired with you. But the the difference of someone fresh coming in when you're tired and just you have to suck it up and like just get through it, at the end it was very rewarding. I would say more rewarding than the test mm-hmm. because it was like a okay you earned it like you didn't give up like you could have easily and I don't know if anyone ever has but like you could have easily just been like you no know, like I'll I'll get my blue t- blue belt some other day I can't breathe right now like yeah, yeah. but um I thought it was fun and I also like like you start from the feet most of the time and like I was able to like sprawl or like I there was some times where I ended and I was like in mount on someone yeah. who was a blue belt and I was just like all right this feels good because yeah, yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. supposed to be getting my ass kicked but some yeah. of the rounds I was like oh I was actually doing pretty good so that makes mm-hmm. me made me feel better because like I felt like I belonged or because because like I didn't feel like I belonged in that talk of getting my blue belt at that point just mm-hmm. from a time standpoint but then I realized like okay well 
I can roll with these guys, even in this environment, I'm still succeeding somewhat. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I belong, I guess. That's what it, it was. Yeah. I think, I think you sprawled on my ass or something. I did. Yeah. I wasn't going to say it, but no, I think I remember, I, I, I remember I was like, you the, and I, Victor, I mounted him yeah. and you, I sprawled and I, I was at least on side control on you. And I yeah. was just like, I wasn't gonna say anything in the moment because then it's just like then Javon threw me the the hardest I've ever been thrown. <laughs> That's like we need a bigger guy, yeah. Javon, Javon. Get in here. He came in. <laughs> Let's tag like, in the bigger yeah. guy. Yeah. And granted, like and when we're white belts, we like we're doing it more now, which I like, even though it does suck in the moment. But like we're doing more standing up, mm-hmm. and we didn't do a lot of standing up. So most of the time, I was just like, all right, I hope you shoot on me so I can sprawl on you because mm-hmm. I'm a bigger guy, and usually it just mm-hmm. works out that way. I'm not shooting like if I'm. If I'm 10 rounds in and you're fresh, I'm not shooting a double leg mm-hmm. on you. I'm hoping you, I just, I'm anticipating a sprawl right mm-hmm. now, or I hope you pull guard and then I'll just like try to pass your guard, but also know that like I can conserve energy because you're, unless you're going to arm bar me or triangle me, like I, I knew at that point, like I need to survive. So mm-hmm. I'm not just going to like waste all my energy shooting takedowns, but no, yeah, I, I had a blast doing that. I think it should be like a annual thing almost like, like, Oh, like it, like, I don't, I don't know how they would set it up or maybe I'm the only person who thinks this way, but like, I liked getting pushed to that limit and I would, I, I, I would do it again. Mm -hmm. Like if you took like, even if it's like brown belts and black belts, like not just blue belts and Mm -hmm. purple belts, if it was like hard, hard rolls and I just had like, if you throw Brian Rokerson, Mike, uh, Mike Sahibi, like Troy, Paul, like all, all like the, the heavier, bigger guys mm-hmm. that like I consider the people that are like would can like take over in a role on me. And I just had to go through them for 15 minutes straight. Like it would suck. But it's just like the feeling that I got when I was done with it was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, there, there are 12 of you out there and, and it is at some level it's a bonding experience, I would imagine. For the, yeah, for, it's like know. almost a initiation kind of gets a negative turn yeah to it but it was like that it was like okay you 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 did your test you did this you earned it yeah yeah for sure so then you got your belt uh, again the longest promotion ever yeah um that was like over three hours it was, it was four i think it was four, yeah it was four. bad it was, and i i had my um i had my work holiday party the night before so oh. I was hung over as hell. You should and have been wearing sunglasses. I, should, I wish I would. <laughs> that's that's why that's why my wife she's like I'm never going to one of these again. I've been hung over sitting in a chair for four hours watching you guys just bow at each other. I'm like, all right, now you're like, don't disrespect me and the tribe. But like, like she just didn't get it. She was just like, what is this? Like, once again, where's the Scantron app? But like, um, no, that that was grueling. That was. That was harder than it. That was the worst part. Yeah, <laughs> sitting there and just having that attention. Yeah, and then, oh my god, like the 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 belt. What what are they? Yeah, the that's the other gauntlet. That guy. Yeah, we use the gauntlet for two different things. But yeah, the the optional belt whipping. Yeah, optional. <laughs> it's not optional. Let's be real. Like it's. Though actually, to be honest, there are people that have been promoted that haven't done it. But it's it's like they've been they've been so it's so obvious that that's not for them and not like oh i would never do it it's just like i'm that's not for me mm-hmm. that it's just like they're just off to the side you know what i mean yeah. it, and and nobody even comes like hey man don't you know yeah. what are you doing it's right, like no. it's like oh we know that like he's not hitting anybody and we're yeah right so, you know yeah that's that was the long like 
Oh yeah, you had a stretched big, across the whole. Yeah, floor. you had a long one, bro. Yeah. I don't think I would go slow in that one. No, I think I, I would run. I at think the I would end, run. I barrel rolled, and then like they waited for me to get back, like to start and standing, then, and, then and, then, and then yeah, they're like, "Don't roll." I'm like, "They're dying out there, man." There's like a hundred people here, like, and then like other people, I'm like, "Man, you had it easy." Like, what are you talking about? I'm like, just, just, just know you had it easy on the on the belt whipping, but yeah. damn, bro, that feels like forever ago. That was. A, a year that was like, winter yeah a year and a quarter ago so right before covid hit covid was starting in march yeah but i mean covid was starting i guess in in there we were hearing rumblings about it in china i think yeah no wait a minute no no or we're going farther back than that right i mean they they when, when did you get what year and 2020 you got it no, no not 2019 2019 so, yeah, december we, we 2019 were, yeah we were mixed up okay Dang, bro. And now you're a blue belt. So, um, last question, because I, I appreciate the time you, you spent. Oh, um, for sure. And this is something like, you know, Victor, myself, even, you know, Mike to, to some degree, but obviously Victor and I talk the most between each other, but it's like, there's been a clear, like, from our perspective, like, progression in how your personality has opened up as you've been a student here. Because as you're a white belt, especially early on, Xander was that strong, quiet guy that was getting good really fast. And then over time, you became the quiet guy that would occasionally make a really funny crack, you know? <laughs> and now it's like, this motherfucker's funny as fuck and he's oh, talking now to everybody. So yeah. what like, is that just a natural progression of like, Hey, I'm new to a place as I get more comfortable. I'm going to open up. Like how do you, do you, do you like, do you get where we're coming from? And, and, and what do you think's kind of, and, and if you agree to some, to some point, like, what do you think like contributed? No, yeah, to that's, it's fair. It, it was definitely on purpose in a sense of, I'm not like, I'm not going to come in here and just like try to roast the fuck out of someone. Like, like I, like maybe that's just my demeanor. I am a very quiet person. Normally I'm very, I'm not introverted. Like I still like doing things, being out, meeting people like, and then that's the community here opened me up, I mm -hmm. guess, once I got to know you guys. But yeah, I, I'm definitely not the Kool-Aid man that bangs <laughs> through the door and goes, Oh yeah. Like what's up guys? Like, and like, like Andy like, Reid hey, coming into the yeah, locker room. Exactly. <laughs> like, Hey everybody, like that's just never going to be me no matter how comfortable I am. But yeah, I'm definitely, I, I got jokes, I guess you could say. Yeah. And I wasn't comfortable like, like talking like that to anyone or like being that open until I feel like I was, accepted into this because it was like a little community like sure. you like like you you guys like the purple belts or upper belts like you guys have been rolling with each other for a long time and like i was maybe you didn't see it but like with who i would consider my peers at the time like when i was in the white belt classes i was open with them mm -hmm. like there's plenty of people their names are escaping me now but um jawad mm -hmm. like me and him were pretty tight um and we would always like joke with each other, but then when we would we would say like something to each other, and then we go to talk to someone else, or like whether it was a belt promotion or a barbecue, I would just be kind of to myself because I'm like I don't really know these guys yet, and I don't know like how like like I I don't 
know if I'm accepted into this like environment yet. So I'm just going to like be quiet and like be to myself. And now that I'm more comfortable with like you or like anyone else, like if you asked me a year and a half ago to do a podcast, if you were doing it, I would just politely decline. Uh, like pol I, the polite, decline. yeah, like I would <laughs> like, I, and I, I don't know what anyone other like opinions of me are, but I like, or Paul's opinion of me, but I don't talk to Paul a lot. Mm -hmm. but I, I just like, I respect what he does and I just hope that he like sees me. And like, even though I don't like, I don't openly go, Hey Paul, what's up? Give him a big bear hug all the time. But like, I just, I just like, I come in, I listen and I, I enjoy what I do here. But yeah, the, the open up part is just me feeling more comfortable. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I just didn't want to come in here and be a brash, like annoying guy. Like I just wanted to kind of let, let it play its course. But yeah, I'm not just a... So you weren't going to show up with a camera crew and start filming for your personal vlog? <laughs> no, that's not me. <laughs> Which, and, and Grant, like, yeah, I'm not, I'm never going to take shots at people. But yeah, like, I'm not going to come in here and just think I own the place or... And, and another reason why is just because this, it was all humbling to me in the first place. Like, just coming in here and knowing that someone that is 100 pounds less can, than me can break my arm if they wanted to or mm -hmm. choke me out and make me submit to them. Like I wasn't going to like try to roast someone or like try to joke with someone when like I, I didn't know shit, I guess. And mm -hmm. like the more comfortable I felt here, the more I, I guess opened up, but no. Yeah. I mean, and also like, I think I said it earlier, like the, the people I was close with here when we were white belts, I was open with them. And then you got, I still viewed all the people above my belt as like people that I, wasn't like I didn't know you guys well enough yet and you guys all knew each other so I felt like the new guy so I wasn't just going to insert myself I felt like I had to like roll with you guys and get to know you a little more before mm -hmm. I was just like hey what are you guys doing on Saturday like yeah. it's just I, I'm not that guy but yeah it, it's it's interesting because I'm thinking about I barely remember who got promoted with me and I think there are maybe six or seven of us that got promoted and I don't think I I can't think of anyone that's still training right now. Yeah. You know? And I think if you look at Victor's class, um, it's Sahibi, and that's like it, kind yeah. of, you know? So it's, um, what end, I think what ends up happening is there might be one or two guys that stick out with, like, that you came up with. Mm -hmm. But then... You just hit that color belt area and then you just start mingling with the color belts right. that have stuck around because it's like, yeah, man, there's only like one or two people that, that right. came up with me. Everyone right. else is gone. So now, yeah. you know, so we're the, we're the last, we're remaining. <laughs> yeah. And that's what happened here. It's like, I, I developed a little bit of a friendship with some of the people that I had to test with and like take the blue, the white belt classes with. And then all of a sudden I showed up to the advanced classes and yeah, for the first month, those guys were there, but then between whether it was COVID or personal issues or injury, like those people started dwindling off. And then I'm looking around, I'm like, damn, I'm like the only one here from my belt promotion. So I didn't really know you guys yet well enough. So what, but, um, cause I'm actually trying to find the picture from either of our promotions to see if, if, if who's like still around, um, what was it like starting to go to advanced class and seeing the techniques that were taught there? Like, was that like, it was uh, overwhelming. It was overwhelming. Yeah. 
What was like the what was like some of the early technique? Like where were you like? Whoa, like what the Spider fuck? Guard. <laughs> I was like, what spider? the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, I was Wait, like, that wasn't in my white belt test. <laughs> um, what else was there? There was um, X Guard. You probably saw X. Yeah, X Guard. Like all anything with the legs. We which, granted, I I appreciated that we didn't really attack legs or go over legs much because a there's just a, I guess a little bit of a fear of the unknown. Like I don't know how to attack legs and I also don't know how to defend them at that white belt level. So when we started doing like De La Hiva, I'm like, can we go back to side control? Like, I, I don't like, I, I don't, no, man, you got to earn not, it now. Not, oh yeah. No. And, and granted, like it all came with time, but it, yeah, it was definitely a little information overload, but it was just good to know that the people there understood like oh yeah your your blue belt just got the tag taken off of it like i understand why you don't know this and everyone hears i can barely tie the knot yeah like exactly that. and like like they, they knew that like it was at that point where i wasn't like i wasn't ready for that but there's no other way to start aside from just doing it all right uh, Casey, Casey's was also in mine. Casey, that's, that's I just saw I, Casey. Yeah, Casey's I, I, in I'm mine. Just, I want to see the group pick, but I don't see a group pick of. Oh, you know what? There's a group pick just outside, probably with all you guys. But I, I'm telling you, it's it was Jay, Casey, and there may be one other person so who pops Carl, in here. Um, yeah, I'm I'm starting to slip on names. Gian, uh, Gianni, I haven't seen Gianni in forever. Um, Sean has just come back, but trains very like. Like sporadically, mm -hmm. so yeah, man, it's uh, yeah, that's so crazy. N not only was I, oh, here you go. These are the blue belts. These are all the guys promoted, but you'll see the. Geez, I can't even make out. Someone was standing in the. Oh, that's you in the back, dude. You had to stay all the way in the back. I could barely see you. So that's a tiny photo on my tiny phone. But those are all the guys that got promoted on that day, including the blue belts, but also like Chris and. But you'll make out some faces. Right. You'll be like, I know these faces. I do. And Casey's the only one that's really stuck. No, Jay. And Jay, yes. Jay, Jay has too. And Jay, Jay's doing more of the MMA stuff now. But mm -hmm. no, yeah, a lot of these were like that whole back left corner is gone. Like they're all the, the middle to the left. <laughs> I was like, all, where'd they go? <laughs> yeah, the others that are actually still there are purple belts or brown belts. Um, that got promoted that day. But yeah, there was a lot of people who left and that there's people that got promoted that aren't in that picture either. I think, I think so too. Cause I, I definitely, there's other people I'm trying to think of his name. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to think of it, but yeah, there, there was, I'm looking at like my promotion here. I want to see like who is in my class. Oh, Eli got his purple. Ha. There you go. This is crazy. But yeah, if you go back and reflect on that, it's like, like, wow, like if I, I could have quit, like I could have stopped coming and did something else and I wouldn't have been at the point where I am here. So, all right, where are they? Okay. Here are the blue belts. Okay. So Nick, I, I, I wasn't sure if Nick Benicasa got promoted with me or in a different class, but Nick is the only one. Yeah. Out of how many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. Now I know. So, I know. Like a couple people. Like, or it, it might be COVID. Like Chris Maderos actually just showed up again, but he just 
let's say if you include like training consistently or not, like mm -hmm. certainly Chris would be the first to admit, like he's been out of town for months. You yeah. Know? And, that, yeah. and that, yeah, that's the thing. Like I, I don't know if I'm living in Orlando forever. So like, I know things. Oh, can, say it ain't things, so Xander. Things can change, but well, I'm, I'm just being realistic. Like I, I don't, are you going to do that thing? Are you going to be like, I want to get close to my next belt promotion but no, I'm, I'm some months away and then just say I'm moving and then put it on Paul to be like, well, I got to promote him before he leaves. No. That, that's like, a, that's a, that's the whole Matt Cabrera story. Really? We make fun of Matt because Matt left to go to Texas. <laughs> so he promoted like, well, I don't want him to go without promoting him. And then he came back a year later. <laughs> <laughs> like, gotcha. <laughs> nah. So I, I won't do it for any promotional gain, but no, I, I don't know. That's, I, I mean, I grew up, down south i all my family the only reason we're still up here is because our jobs after we graduated from ucf so mm -hmm. it's like who who knows where we're gonna go or if we're gonna stay but yeah i definitely would you stay on, in the state or would you actually consider moving i want to stay in the state but um oh, look at you salt life bro it's a salt I, life I just, boy like i i like traveling to other places and going to other states but i've i've never visited a state or a country and been like yeah i'd rather live here and i think i just got lucky from i mean you I, like I, hawaii though you like Maui. oh well yeah just if i hit the lotto maybe <laughs> but like there's no middle class in hawaii they're all you're either you're either like low income and you're relying on the tourist or you are a tourist that has enough money to have a second home like most people don't live out there and just have a nine to five you just you just surf all day man it's the paradise that that's if if anyone's ever thinking about going you have to go that was <laughs> by far maui was like in i can't even put it into words it was the best i mean it was a honeymoon so obviously there's a lot more emotional sure. value to it but even if it was just like you and your friends want to go like it's just different out there like it's and i grew up in florida my whole life so it wasn't like oh i've never snorkeled before but it was mm -hmm. just it was very cool you gotta go and i know you've been like i haven't been places. i haven't been to uh to maui i've been on oahu yeah um, multiple times but i didn't get to any of the other islands i kind of interested in going to the big island yeah um but yeah it, it's I, I do agree it's it's one of the special places I mean, a carton of eggs is over eight bucks, which is weird, <laughs> you know, but, so it is expensive, but it is a paradise. And the people that have moved there, moved out there, I, I definitely got the sense, like the people who moved out there, obviously there are going to be some super rich people that can mm -hmm. just do it. But the people who moved out there were was like, I'm willing to have less money on hand yes. so I can live in this paradise. Yeah. You know? And as long as you can get over the and it, don't get me wrong. There's a weird claustrophobia that comes from being on an island and just realizing, like, I'm in the middle of the fucking Pacific yes. Ocean. Yeah. There's nothing nearby. And it's just... And I, I would climb a mountain. I'd look around and you'd just see 360 water. You'd be like, this is kind of... Yeah. Or just knowing, like, you look out at the beach, you're like, I'm on the small body of land. Yeah. And there's a lot of... Water. Yeah. Whereas if I'm in Florida, I look out, I'm like, I'm on... I'm I'm on the continent. Yeah, you're of the, still attached to it. Yeah, <laughs> no, so it's a little weird. Yeah, you know, it's definitely. It, yeah, you're 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 a couple bad days away from being stranded out there. But <laughs> yeah. but no, and that's like you you kind of brought it up. Like if if someone goes out there and decides that the quality of living is worth the the cost or the the things you would have to give up in order to live out there. That's, I think that's why like our, the Uber driver we had when that picked us up from the airport, he like 
of course he was driving like the smallest car but he was like like oh don't worry let me move some stuff in the back and he took out this big old parachute and i was like of course i was interested so i was like what is that and it's like oh that's um a paraglide paragliding parachute yeah. and i was like wait like like what is that first of all and he explained it and he was like yeah i actually um i used to live in sacramento with my wife and this wasn't a good story for my honeymoon but um he was like yeah like my wife yeah and you're on your honeymoon (laughs) we're on our honeymoon sitting in the back seat and at first i'm fascinated and he was like yeah i was married to my wife for like 25 years we lived in sacramento like we loved california one day we came out to maui and i told her i didn't want to go back and she said i'm going back and we broke up and i'm now i'm staying in hawaii i'm driving ubers and i'm like i'm just like I know that I'm not making what I used to make. And like, he was talking about how like he retired. So he still had some money left and stuff, but, and that's an even deeper, like he loves paragliding in Maui more than his wife that he lived with and like was married to for 25 years. And I looked over like my now wife and I'm like, this isn't a good start, is it? Like, like, like he's baby, basically worry, saying, that's not gonna yeah, he's basically saying like, this place is so cool. I'm going to leave your ass. And like, but no, it, it, it that's how special it was like i i truly believe i don't get amazed by things very like i'm not i'm usually not a very emotional person but like mm-hmm. just being out there and like looking around and the the culture and the people i was just like my breath was taken away dude you times. came back you were like in a like you had your nice tan yeah and you were just like yeah. you were just floating man i was but then i came crashing down because at that point it was like i worked out in two weeks and i knew i was like gaining weight and i was oh. like i was like i had to go back to work and it was like back to normal life and then it was like a depression is a very severe word to use yeah. but i was just like man, life was so much better a week ago and I just had no care, like no care in the world. And like, yeah, like you're saying eggs are expensive. The cocktails on the hotel were $20 each, but I didn't give, they could have been a hundred dollars each. I was swiping my card. I had, you might as well, my bank account might might as well have been monopoly money. Like I had no care in the world, which is why people go out there and spend tens of thousands of dollars or, or buy second houses out there because it's just that cool. Like I didn't care about, and of course, when I got back, I almost had a stroke, like putting together my like bank statements and stuff. Like it's looking how much that's looking way at the more. Oh yeah. And like granted, like we were lucky enough to have people like give us money for our wedding gifts and stuff. Mm. But yeah, I, I spent more money on that vacation. Than anything like travel wise I've ever done in my life by probably triple. But while I was in the moment, didn't matter if I go to like, like I really liked when we went to like Nashville or like New Orleans. Like when I've done those little trips, I'm conscious of like, mm, I don't I don't need that like big. I, yeah. I don't need the the Moscow Mule that's the size of my head. That's sixty dollars. I can just get a normal beer or mm-hmm. something. And like I, I'm I'm very conscious with my money there. You might as well just like emptied my bank account and stole my identity because I wouldn't have cared. It wouldn't have <laughs> mattered. Like it was just so there was a euphoria about it that's awesome it, it was badass so um in closing what uh what do you what are your goals to close out the rest of the year jujitsu wise and muay thai wise i i know you don't like this answer because i've said it to you before but i just want to stay consistent and actually keep coming that's a good answer why i give you shit for that yeah you have because you're well, like i just give you shit just you, I no shit. like in, in a good way but you're like oh you're not gonna do that come on like you wouldn't leave us and it, it's not like a i would leave you guys it's just i 
like you 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 talked about it a lot before about motivation and what yeah. keeps me coming in the door and like it's number one is for me is usually physical but the more i come the more i like i i've developed friendships and camaraderie and learn new things and like i feel like one thing that's kind of on the back burner but if i ever had unfortunately get into an altercation i feel way more confident than i do now like i wasn't just gonna oh fuck it. yeah it's, the muay thai like yeah you throw hands oh now. absolutely like yeah. not that i i hope i never have to it's, yeah. it's kind of like owning a gun like yeah. i don't want to ever use it but i know i can shoot your ass if i need to yeah. and same here <laughs> like if i get into a sticky situation and someone tries to throw a punch i know i'm not just gonna like not know what to do or like if someone tries to wrestle me to the ground I, I'm confident that like a buddy of mine said this. He's like, when you get your blue belt, you're like in the 99th percentile of like yeah. the people on the planet, not just like in jujitsu, of course, yeah. but just on the planet. You can make you you can walk out on the street and submit someone or break their arm, and, and like, and you also have you know you have your physical attributes too. So I mean, right? It's crazy. Like it, it's. I mean, when's the last time you've gone with a complete beginner? I don't know. Dude, grab a white belt. Like, come to a, a fundamentals yeah. <laughs> class and grab a brand new person. It's scary. Really? You're just moving body parts around, and they yeah. have no idea, like, what you're doing. Right. And you're like, I could rip your arm off yes. and hit you with it. You yes. know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> yeah. No, I, 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 I haven't done it in a while just because I haven't gone to a fundamentals class. But it's also just because I like... Like with how the schedule's set up, I like if I do two classes in a day, the advanced class is usually at six mm -hmm. and then I stay for the seven for like either no gi or Muay Thai. Bad, but bad, yeah. it just hasn't lined up for me to come to a fundamentals class, but um it's not that I wouldn't want to. It's just they're usually later in the sure. in the night. But, but no, yeah, I it'll be eye opening. It's scary. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, I, I bet what? it is. And and that's that's what you have to not deal with but like you have to work with those people and credit to you 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 know well, work them to, up but it's to, like trying to do, <laughs> but it's like like yeah you're you're doing the you're doing the job that most people don't want uh i mean i wouldn't say that like i i think it, like it's really helped me and, and we're referring to like the fact that i work with a lot of the new white belts now um it it lets me like really like hone in on how the real fundamental movements work right so it does help me get better but now look look from a perspective of not noah most yeah. people me included yeah. don't look i like if paul like granted i'll i'll do most of the things he asked me to do just because mm -hmm. i i respect him but if he came in and said hey i want you to start teaching like no noah has to go for three months to spain or something yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. he has to leave I, I want you to teach the brand new white belts and do the white i'd be like I don't want to do that. But you, 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 you know, you're, you're saying, oh, I see this is how it makes me better. And I also see a, like a positive feeling of like me going through this with them and helping them. And then I'm sure like when you end up seeing someone who you, I don't know if it's happened yet, but if you teach someone brand new and they get their blue belt, you're going to feel 
gratified too because I, I would assume because you just care about this a lot and you would see them and be like yeah for yeah, sure i mean when yeah. they get their first stripe especially for some of them it means a lot you know yeah. it's like dude it's, and then it's they cool. come up to you and they're like wow thank you no i wouldn't have done this without you yeah and, and i'm like yeah, so you would have <laughs> i'm like you would have i was just the dude there but you, you know? were the one that was there for yeah. them to get to that point and that's you see a value in that that others may not and i would look at that and like of course they're I'm glad you see the value, but from an outsider who is just a person who comes in to try to get their workout, I look at that and I'm like, like, cause you're saying like, have you rolled with a brand new white belt lately? I don't, I don't want to like, cause I know that there's consequence if they don't know what they're doing or like, or I don't get as much out of a role if I have to do that. And, and also that maybe that's something with the graduation of like, like the timeline, maybe when I am higher than a blue belt, I will see gratification by teaching a brand new white belt something. But mm -hmm. right now it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give people pointers or like if someone that I like that's new that asked me a question and they truly want to know the answer, I'll, I'll of course teach them. Mm -hmm. But I'm not seeking, I'm not looking at white belt's role and being like, hey, like you guys should do this instead. Here's this technique that like, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you, if you approach me and ask me, I'll absolutely help you out, but I'm not seeking yeah, that. And you do. Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not seeking it out if I'm a student, but if, if I'm in the role of like, like, Hey man, you're going to be the assistant coach for this class. Then yeah. Obviously, yeah. Cause my, it's my, it's my responsibility. But yeah, I think you, you have to look, not that I'm spinning the podcast around, but like, oh, dude, I, your I check's in the mail, I, bro. Your I don't check's know. coming in the mail. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I need to. I'm get, writing the check and slide it over. Yeah, as we I mean, I'm about to keep my face is going to be the BJ and Jane Bruce logo next week. But <laughs> no, I'm just like, I, I, I don't know if you look like I, I look up to you because you take this so seriously while others may not. And you, I don't think you understand the impact you're having on not only them but just everyone by embracing that role and it's a role that i know that i wouldn't want but i know it's important for the gym to have damn bro i'm not trying to go i know that damn. was kind of deep the, but the like check is in the mail i don't bro. Like, like you're gonna be my best man at my but, wedding bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey i just went through this. i was like I know this speech bro <laughs> no but it's like like look around the gym and obviously there's paul there's mark and then there's like the 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 way higher ups, and when I say way, I'm I'm talking like people that are brown or black that come in and they will instruct or they'll help out, and then after that, there's no one else that's they're they're not in it to teach; they're more in it to learn. Mm -hmm. You're transitioning, even because you just got your purple, you were a blue, mm -hmm. and you were already in the teaching role. That wasn't on accident. Yeah. I mean, there, there's, there, I mean, there's, uh, there's, I mean, there, there are conversations that have been had in the, in kind of in the background about that. But a lot of it is like, I've, I've always taught, I've fallen into positions of teaching just throughout my life. The only time I haven't is with my current position where I'm a software engineer and the one before that. But, um, I taught tennis coming up as a tennis player. I taught English as a second language. Yeah. I taught English as a second language in Spain. Mm -hmm. So, Without trying, I've fallen into positions of teaching. So I enjoy it, obviously, at some level. Um, and Paul always had this idea of doing this uh, foundations curriculum. So a way to onboard brand new students and get their, their first stripe. 
So I had heard him talk about that. Victor was going to actually do it, or he had Victor penciled in for the longest time. But for various reasons, you know, Paul never pulled the trigger. And then COVID happened, so then there's really no reason to pull the trigger because we only have one jiu-jitsu class a day. Right. Which, in a weird way, was kind of cool because we'd all just get, get to get yeah. and train for an hour. <laughs> yeah. And then we get to get and train. You guys would just train Muay Thai right after that. And it was yeah. kind of like, I wouldn't say fight club, but just like, like if it were like a an MMA club it was yeah. because it was a smaller group of people and right. it was the same people and, and it was fun in that way. Um, but then once things came back, Paul had mentioned it again and I was just like, well, dude, like I'll be your guinea pig. Like, mm-hmm. you know, um, and that's kind of how that started. And then of course, if you do that and I guess if like nobody's getting hurt or there's no like threatens of lawsuits against you, then it's like, Hey, can you fill in for no gi here? Can you do that? So, right. um, I was doing that leg lock thing for a while, just of my own accord, and I got his blessing, and that was fun. Um, and that was just my own kind of thing to, right. to do that. So, yeah, uh, but it, 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 it means a lot coming from you that um, there's a positive effect. If, if I can affect, you know, if I can be a positive influence to some degree here, um, that's a good thing. So, but my, my priority is still on, like, getting better and making sure you never tap me. And Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I thought we were having a good time here, man. But I, and you and Victor always, I don't know if you joke with other people like that. You always say, like, oh, like, you we marked me off your list. And <laughs> yeah, I, I don't no. have no fucking list, man. Let's no, you, you have clear. a book. You have an yeah, actual book with yeah. everyone's yeah. name. Like the burn book. Like with, with, it's like a yearbook. <laughs> you you want to cross just, the name off the list. Yeah. But if you're going in that sense, yeah, it's noted that I have not tapped. I haven't tapped Victor either. But that's right. Like, I'm holding down the yeah, house, you, bro. Yeah, you guys are holding down. <laughs> I, I hope to one day do it, but it's not. I mean, like, it's going to happen, dude. It's just, it's fucking training, man. Like, yeah. now that you said it, now I'm kind of like, I'm going to see how long I can like hold out. <laughs> but not at the expense of not continuing to try to do what I'm trying to do. And that's the, that's the thing that I've realized. And, and, and honestly, I will say, getting the purple belt almost made me care even less about getting tapped like or getting tapped like mm-hmm. i'm just like i'm gonna get tapped even more like yeah. i don't i don't care like for me to get better i have to put myself in situations to get right. tapped or else i'm not gonna get better right. i like like to me like you can get for me at least i could get through blue belt and be defensive and still develop but now it's like i need to open up in order to continue to get better right and the only way you open up at the beginning is you're going to get tapped. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it, and, and the other thing is like, I like, especially with the Colby, it's like, you guys are all teammates. Like, I don't, I'm not trying to like, there's a friendly competition. It's, Victor and I is like the classic example of, of that, but it's not like, I don't, in my mind, I'm not, I honest to God, am not comparing who's better anymore. Like before right. when I was younger, I'd be like, you know, younger. Right. When I was, when I was lower belt, it's like, I'm better than that. You know, I'm, I'm doing yeah. the pecking order in my mind. Right. You know, especially as a white belt. But like, I don't care if I'm, I'm not, I'm never comparing it. Am I better than Victor? Is he better than me? Am I better than David? Or he's better than me. It's like, he, Victor is great at being Victor. Dave is great at what David does. Right. I'm going to try and be good at what I do. And, and what would be cool is like, if we as an academy went against another academy, then holy shit, yeah. it's on. You that, know yeah, I mean? absolutely. <laughs> you right. know? But in terms of like, no, no, I want to make sure I'm above these, that, that, it, right. I, I, I'm not trying to compete with those guys. I'm trying to, in fact, I'm, I'm the opposite now. I'm trying to tell everybody like as many secrets as I can get my hands on. Yeah. Because I want, 
if I can help, if I can make you better, because I'm like, hey man, I just like Mike's like you gave me shit. Like, why are you showing Mike this extra yeah. like submission? I was like, if I can make Mike even better, that means like if I can do better with him, I'm getting better. Nah, fuck you know? that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> no. you everybody I, but Mike. Yo, Mike, I you're was, on your own, buddy. <laughs> hey, I was with you a hundred percent, and I was about to like say, oh yeah, like because that's my progression too. Like I used to come in and think, oh, I, had, I as a white belt, I was like, if I. I won the day if I submitted a couple people and didn't get like if I tap people more than I got tapped. Sure, but then also and that is a like, way to measure things, right because it's because it's tangible. It's something yeah. you can hold. You can count how many times mm -hmm. either negatively or positively that result happened. Um, it's hard to just come in here and like either you don't tap anyone or you get tapped five times and say that you got better, but you really did because the things that you failed in, you then know. Oh, I know like like not to get put in a situation yet, or if I feel that situation coming, I know how to avert it. But then you lost me when you brought up Mike because yeah, don't teach him <laughs> shit, man. He doesn't need to learn anything. But also like you, you were like our last role. I don't know if you remember, I was trying to pass your guard. I, I kind of like crushed your legs down oh, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. started passing the, the pass that you taught yeah. when I think Paul was on vacation mm -hmm. where you're like stepping around and like you're using your head and like, I tried to stretch you out and you pinned my head to the ground. Yeah. And I was like, like that little mental block. I was like, at first I thought in my head, in my own head, I didn't say it out loud, but I was like, fuck, Noah just taught me this <laughs> and he's testing me because I know he, because I asked about it and we worked on it for a couple of days and I know he knows what I want to do, but I also couldn't think of it in the moment what to do. And finally I was like, yo, I, I know you taught this two weeks ago, but what am I supposed to do here again? You know, like you just jump around. I was like, light bulb duh yeah. and then i go to jump around and of course you like don't let me but like you i, I wouldn't s not stop a mat i didn't stop but like with other people i normally wouldn't be like hey how does how do i pass i mean that, that how, I how mean, do those, i how do those I, always happen and yeah just, like how do i pass your things. guard that you're trying to but retain I, i'll be perfectly honest because I, I do remember that that pretty vividly like i was not it never clicked with my mind that you were doing something like from that class, I, you were just, you were passing and I was doing the frame that I like to do to defend. And then you brought it up and I was like, oh yeah, you got to hop to that. That was your exact class for those no, no, like, two or three I, days. And, and to me, I, I didn't, like, I just saw you were passing. I wasn't like, oh, he was doing the pass and he had learned that from, like that didn't go through my mind. I was just defending. Right. And I was not testing you. I was just defending the way I would defend. Right. When you said, hey man, what was I told you? Then I did let you, then I was like, okay, let, let him do it again. Yeah. And then I did it and then you punch and then I'm like, okay, now I'm going to try and get back to guard. You know? Right. And then I, yeah, yeah. So th at that point I was like, yeah, I want to, I want to reward that. Um, but yeah, no, I was just trying to defend, man. I was trying to like, yeah. I prefer framing on the near side now. Um, yeah. and I got that from David, David frame. If you go with David, he's always punching the near side yeah. and, and cupping the head. And it's like, fuck, this is annoying. Yeah. So, he also can just like him and Nick Benincasa can just like, their foot comes out of nowhere and regards. And I don't, yeah. like, it almost like, I wish I could videotape us doing it. Cause I'm thinking I'm like, like I'm trying to like pressure pass most of the time. So I'm trying to crush if they put up a, a Z guard or like, like a, um, uh, uh, what, yeah. what David does. I can't even think of it, but butterfly like, half. the butterfly hat and I'm trying to crush that and pressure my way into your side control. Yeah. And they just like, I know there's no video here, but they just like throw their leg back around whenever I yeah, get by it. And like, yeah. I'm like, Nick's actually are you very, very, very flexible, very flexible and yeah. very 
And he'll like, he'll fucking frame anywhere. Like he's yeah. framed on my forehead with his foot. I'm like, oh, this is yeah. interesting. <laughs> but like, <laughs> and it works. It wor- yeah. I'm like, God damn. I can't like because I have like to pass Nick's guard and David. I can't even normally. I just don't pass his, and I end up like in a bad position. Like, but that's he, he's he's very good. But um, Nick is also very good at what he does. And I I always tell him like we'll we'll get that at the end of a match and like we'll talk and I'll be like. Yo, I I tried to pass your guard about fourteen times and succeeded once, and then you just regard it anyway. Mm-hmm. Like that was exhausting. I'm dead right now, and he's just like he always says, like, yeah, I'm just very flexible. I have long legs. I just used my advantage. But yeah, he re- he can throw that leg back. I'll, I'll get my elbow in and like think like, oh, I'm gonna slide like knee slice mm-hmm. through, and then he just puts his leg right back in front of me. I'm no, like, I mean that's good that? guard retention, and that's something I I, I actually wanna I think would be beneficial to to start showing at a young like to the white belts because you don't need to understand like what a, you don't need to know like, Oh, I like to play butterfly guard. or I like to play. You don't need to know Delhi Heaver or butterfly. You just need to know, like if you can keep pummeling your legs inside. So if they get inside you, you pummel your leg to get inside them between their arms and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's guard retention. Yeah. Regardless of the guard, that's guard retention. So I, I think showing that to people is going to help because I just watch these people and they just, the people move their legs. They, we, we Generally, people gravitate to Toriandos. I never did, but everyone gravitates to Toriandos, it seems like. So I they do. grab the legs, they throw it to the side, and then the person just makes no effort to bring the leg back yeah, over. They, they feel and then it. they shrimp a little bit, and you just fall into them, and now they're getting smashed. Right. You know? So, um, yeah. Trying to make everyone better so then we collectively get better. That's, a, that's, that's the thought process. But, yeah, I'm not... I'm not trying to beat any, any, any like, right. at, at least the people I like. There's some people that maybe don't train as much. Names. That maybe have some names. issues. I'll, I'll, I'll give names offline. <laughs> <laughs> but where I'm like, yeah, I, I'm, you know, I'm going to try to shut you down a little bit more, motherfucker. But we all have that. And, and you know what? Some of those people I'm like best buds with now. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, especially if a person comes in and they've already got like a color belt. Now it's like. Everyone at that belt is going to want to If yeah. you're a blue belt, you just showed up. Now all the blue belts here are going to want to flex yeah. on you to make sure you're no, at the left. I, like, it's like, uh. Yeah, but it's like, I, it, I, I hope it would be the same way. If I ever went to another gym, I, I would expect that. Mm-hmm. like of course i would hope that the, the the head gym owner wouldn't just like flying armbar me just to show me who's boss but like like if, if i if i walked into a brand new gym that i've never been to before and they are having an established culture like ours and a blue belt with the same amount of stripes or similar looks at me and says okay let's roll i'm doing the same thing like as an outsider i'm gonna like like I, yeah i'm not gonna be taunting or anything but i'm gonna be like yeah, I, I, I really want to beat you to prove that like I belong or like, wow, Paul taught me a lot of stuff that mm-hmm. like I, I'm a blue belt at this point and like I succeeded at this other gym against someone who like according to a belt color, which of course doesn't always tell the whole tale, but like I, I submitted him or I like I had enough control where if this was a match, I would have won the match, I guess. Mm. Like I would have the same thing, but yeah, having it in your home court, it's like, yeah, we're still primal. We're still like, like, <laughs> like, like we're going to like defend this house. Like, yeah. Like I feel like th- there's guys who have come in that like come in and like, Oh, Hey, have you been here before? Like, Oh no. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to like destroy them. But like, I definitely want to see where I'm at compared to someone who I don't roll with every day. Yeah. Yeah, I felt bad for those guys who came over from Fusion for that very reason. 
because it's like and I and Julian actually I think did that by design. He wanted his guys to go go to a quote like not hostile environment, but an environment where there are people that are gonna right. Um, try and to, I that, try I was a white belt, a so I didn't really I didn't see if who not that we're trying to see who's the better gym or anything, but I didn't see like any tension or any like, no, like, no. But we, I mean, we were definitely or like, who like, was, they wanted like, there was a little bit of like licking our chops to some degree. Like, yeah, you know, let's see what was going on. Cause I, I, I don't like fucking Mike Sahibi. I know what the result is going to be when I roll with Mike Sahibi until I one day get better. Like submitting him is out of the question. It's more surviving and like doing things that are, like getting like an advantage by either a sweep or like mm-hmm. if I'm in a bad position, putting him back in my guard, like that's a success for me. But also it's like, dude, I don't like, I'd love to roll with someone that I've never rolled with because then I know like, like he, he Mike's Hebe's either going to triangle me or darts me. I know one of those two things are happening, whether I like it or not. If I get put in that what position, happened with that arm bar then? He, he just, did never he add a go. new arm bar to it? He, he added something new well, to no, his arsenal? Because like, one, he's a nice guy, and I told him my neck hurt, so I think he gave up on the, the triangle because that's what hurt it in the first place. Uh, like I, I was just being like when me and him go at it, I'm like I don't want to tap to him, so like I was fighting out of a triangle for like a good thirty seconds, ooh. and he just kept pulling on my head, and I kept taking his hand off and trying to get out, and he has strong legs, but um, God, I need to stop talking so good about him, but um, yeah, he had an arm bar, and I knew it was coming because I could just feel like I don't, I think you were watching it, but. I know, yeah, I like, Mark was watching it, too. I had my hand, like, in front of my face knowing that, like, when he puts his leg there, I got to catch his leg and then yeah, yeah. stack and roll up. Because I, I – so I I had the, like, the right thought. It. Yes, I anticipated that. I did stack. But I was putting, like, like all 215 of me on him, and he's just – like he's okay with that. Like most people, if I stack them, they're letting go of the armbar because they don't want their rib to be like popping out. Like yeah. most people like are just gonna, they're not gonna let me stack them. They're just gonna let go and like, we're gonna scramble. Mike wasn't letting go. So I just kept trying to like inch my hand out, but like sometimes I'd inch and I'd feel him pull it even further or like try to like stand me up. Mm-hmm. So he ended up um, going belly down and I thought I was going to get out because I felt he was like losing it down my arm. And then finally he like rolled me back to where he was on his, I was on my back and he yeah. was in a traditional arm bar and it, I had 10 seconds and it, my arm was extended and I was like, I'm just tapping. Yeah. I didn't want to. And the whole crowd was like, Oh, I know. And it was oh. like, yeah, because like, yeah, I mean, I appreciate that people were like, I guess rooting for me in that situation, <laughs> but I, and then I was like, man, I looked at the clock. I'm like, fuck, like, I was so close to, and, and like, granted, I wasn't going to like get an advantage and pass and like go, go into like, like the, the, it was just a survival mode type deal yeah. in that situation. But yeah, I fought an arm bar for a minute and I tapped like five seconds for the bell. Yeah. And the crowd was, went, uh, I know. And I was like, oh, Mike wins again, I guess. But no, that, that going off like the, one day rolling with another gym or like if new people come in here yeah it's definitely fun not knowing what to expect because i don't know like there's a kid i don't know if you were here there's a kid that i think mark would know because i i asked him about it this he was like a little bit he was like victor's size but maybe a little bit bigger and he's a brown belt and he came from like i don't know if it was columbia or something or like a a, a recently right this yeah this a few months ago victor was here 
few months ago. He comes in and yeah, cause I actually, I feel like I missed that. Like I was, I, I maybe I saw you were a in picture, Maine or something. Yeah. I saw a picture. I was like, wait, who's that guy? <laughs> right. And he like put, put me back in my place. Like he, he's like 160 pounds maybe, but he had a brown belt. Mm-hmm. You could tell by his gi, he was in like a more traditional type gi with mm-hmm. like their school logos on it and stuff. Sure. And I was just like, Oh, like this would be interesting. He's a brown belt. So I, I'm like, he's obviously higher skill level mm-hmm. but i have like what i think is like 75 pounds on this guy mm-hmm. usually if i get in a good position i can just use my weight and stuff my strength and he did neon belly on me and i couldn't get out like i couldn't push his leg it like i i tried to use my other arm he armbarred me and like he kept going to neon belly and i was like no one really uses neon belly that much anymore That's all i try to do with you <sighs> but it was just different. It, it, yeah. Like he was. Just, I mean, there are different ways to do it. Made it. Made I'm generally on the side of you. Like you're usually on a side. Yeah. You know, and I'm he, just. He contr- and and you also like, I am heavier than you, but we're we're comparable in size. This guy was like He's shorter. You're saying. Yeah, he was like leo size like comparable <laughs> to me and holding me down against my will not even trying to really submit me mm-hmm. just like i'm gonna control you and you have 100 pounds on me and i was just like wow this guy's really good and i was asking i didn't he he didn't speak perfect english so mm-hmm. i asked mark after when he was talking to him i was like where the hell did this guy come from mm-hmm. like this it was very humbling to see but obviously i don't expect to have much success against a brown belt if he's trying really hard but mm-hmm. this kid was incredible and like he was only here for like a week and then he left but yeah that the the, the fresh blood thing is good every once in a while yeah all right dude well i feel like we could talk forever so let's just cut it here <laughs> grab some food all and, right man um it was a blast thanks man appreciate it